0: Little Craig. Hello, Craigie.
1: <laughs>
2: Craigie. Welcome back again to what is now episode seven of Sorry I Spaced out. I think we're getting a little better at intros, being a little yeah. casual. They're not so they're not so abrupt anymore. But we're um, seven in.
3: And I'm still having to, you know, sit here and try to figure out how to get his bitch ass off of yeah. here every time. But.
2: I, I got it down. It's the right click down to the bottom there. All right.
0: all right how you been buddy
2: i've not been too bad i'm just now back from fort mill one day in i guess yeah because i got back on thursday dude second time in a week i've got delayed coming home i told you man charlotte sucks i kind of jinxed myself i think because i was talking to john whenever we were we were just kind of you know like when you start working with someone you have to And especially if you're traveling, everything you talk about at first is just, oh, let's talk about traveling because we're also used to it. And um, we were I was telling him how as much as I've traveled, surprisingly, I've never really had any delays. Like I had one delay scare the very first time I flew to Atlanta because I flew Delta there and then flew American back. So I had to connect in Dallas. But there was a hold up in Atlanta and it almost made me miss my flight in Dallas, but ended up making it or whatever. And so last week, we they load us onto the plane. And as I'm walking to the, like, I'm walking literally to board. I can just see rain dropping outside. So I'm thinking, please just, it's rain. Like, rain's fine. Because it was kind of still sunny. So, you know when it's still sunny outside, but it's raining, you're just kind of like, okay, this will pass. And yeah. 30 minutes will be fine. And honestly, I wasn't even that worried about it. Because I was like, they're boarding us. They wouldn't, you know, if they had any doubt, they wouldn't get us onto this plane right now. So we all get sat down, 558 hits, captain comes over. All right, we're all good up here, but they just told us that there's some lightning, so we're going to have to hold here for a little bit. Damn. I ended up getting delayed to like 730, which, you know, really didn't even feel that long. Surprisingly, you would think sitting on the tarmac in a plane for an hour and a half to two hours would really feel like a lot of time has passed. Yeah. But it really wasn't that bad. So I was just glad to get home, honestly, at that point. I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad. At least it's not a Friday, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what's the difference between getting home at seven o'clock and eight thirty? You know, really not too much of a difference there. Uh, you know, one, I don't get to cook dinner probably in that scenario. Yeah. yeah. And so this Friday hits, and I'm checking, or this Thursday hits, and I'm checking the weather, and I see that there's a chances of rain, but it's pretty low, and I'm not that worried about it. It's kind of cloudy all day. Then it gets real sunny. Towards like when we're about to leave. So I'm thinking we're fine, you know, perfect. But I get in the car and then I get like a notification from American Airlines that says my flight's been pushed back to 634, which is not, you know, that detrimental. And then it hits me that DFW is causing problems all day. Apparently they had all the weather. And so everything that was connecting is just it's causing planes to not get to where they need to get to on time. And I just that's the thing that I never think about is just like not where you are, but other places causing planes to get to somewhere later, but I ended up bored. They got us on there pretty quick and got us out of there quick, but I still got home basically at the exact same time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So if, if DFW, Chicago or Atlanta, like places like that, if like a little bit of weather hits them, everything's fucked for a little bit. Most oh, yeah. like they, they try to like, they try to mitigate that when it happens or whatever, from what, like from what I can tell from what I've seen, like being in airports and all that shit. But yeah, it's usually just, it's usually
2: just if one of them get hit with something bad, it's just fucked. So, Whenever I was working at Tyson back in February, when I was in Gatson, it was time for us to finally come home. And all week they'd been talking about that big snowstorm that hit around that time. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And so they had been talking about that. And I'm just thinking, please, God, I just want to get home from Alabama. I'm so tired of being here. Plus, I had to start my new job at Benchmark Group that Monday. So yeah. I have to get home, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I was supposed to connect in DFW and I'm talking to the guy that I'm working with and we were on so we were both flying back to XNA. So we were on the, the same flight or whatever. And he was going, I was like, dude, let's change our flights to Charlotte. He was like, no, like, I don't want to get stuck in Charlotte. And I was like, dude, here's the thing. It, I would rather be stuck in Charlotte than be stuck here in Alabama. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, cause then, absolutely, yeah. You know, they can't, they can't make us come back to work because we got to the hotel because we were, we were working in Gaston which is about an hour away from Birmingham. But they let us drive and stay the night in Birmingham the day before we left because we were on day shift so we could work and then yeah peace, just um, head there. So yeah, I'm having yeah. my, my acid reflux that I love so much. And because um, tr- the way Tyson does it, they do your travel days aren't work days, which I think is kind of ass cheek. But. That's neither here nor there. Anyway, so we get to Birmingham that night and they're already texting us that night going, hey, are y'all's flights canceled? If so, y'all go ahead in the morning, Come, go ahead and head back and just work another day until y'all can get out of here. And I was like, brother, I'm switching my flight to Charlotte. You can do whatever you want to do. My dad's already like Bill's like, you know, he's probably same as Chris. I've done plenty of traveling in his day. He knows the airport's pretty well. And he was going, hey man, I've been seeing planes go in and out of Charlotte all day today, or you know, exiting to Charlotte all day today. But I have seen nothing from DFW, so yeah. you better roll your dice on that. And sure enough, we got home on Charlotte, but DFW was fucked the whole week.
3: Yeah, I was about to say like during that time, I, I was gonna mention that actually is like during that snowstorm or whatever when when they got hit with all that shit. Like I pretty much like flights in the south just stopped.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, no, it was a nobody was
3: going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if that
2: doesn't tell you, like, how important DFW is, I don't know what does because I mean. Oh, no, exactly. Well, I mean, the whole like South was just a shit show. I mean, even whenever I landed in XNA, if they probably didn't have equipment to just clear off the runways that well, uh, there's no way in hell we would have got home. I mean, whenever I got in my car and had to drive back home, the roads were terrible. I think I was. Yeah, that week I was supposed to go to California actually. Yeah. I mean and, is, Yeah,
3: I mean I got I, I got delayed the first time and then delayed again and delayed again and then eventually like they were like, Oh, fuck it, your flights canceled and I was like, All right, cool, guess I'm hanging out here. So
2: Yeah, I think I mean we left on maybe I think we, we we left on or we were flying out Friday and it snowed Thursday, I'm pretty sure, maybe even like Wednesday night into Thursday morning. I just remember being like you've got to be fucking kidding me! I'm gonna get stuck here in Gadsden, Ass, Alabama, right before I have to start my new job. I was, I was already like determined to uh, renting, a, like, just getting a rental car and driving home, risking it all to get mm-hmm. back home. That's oh, nice. I was done. I was done. I was tapped out, and it wasn't even that bad. It was just, I mean, I had been there for about two weeks. So I was about gassed out. Plus, I knew I was done with the job. So when you know, like you're done with a job, you're just that last week is just you're just checked out. You don't care at all. So speaking
3: of the the airport, I'm assuming that's where you saw the the parallel universe law.
2: Yes, that's. I got to cut. I was about to say that was kind of my. I not really intentionally did that, but it does work well. So I got two things for you. Have you ever dabbled in the airport drinking? Um, very
3: light, very light.
2: Um, yeah, well, I typically do light. And when I was going through Atlanta, remember we would do the TGI Fridays in the E gate cause you could go get yeah. PBR for, I think it was five bucks. Maybe that yeah. sounds about right. I think which airport beer prices come on now. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I decide, so you've flown through Charlotte hundreds of yes. times, I'm guessing, Yep. And I'm guessing, do you land an E a lot? I think we already talked about this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I have. Because you know that's that, where a lot of the regionals go. Yeah, do you know that bar that's just kind of against the wall? It's like that brown, kind of wooded bar. Um, You literally just walk you know, I don't right know, past I don't, it. I don't, it's it's by the unless, Einstein Bros Bagels.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. I believe so, I do.
2: So last week, I had gone and got... I've drank twice in the Charlotte airport now, but I've gotten just one drink cause my, I was about to leave. And I was just, you know, I got the Stella that time that I told you I got on standby. And then last week I got, I stopped and just drank like a vodka tonic real quick and then went to my gate and boarded. But this time I had a little bit more time and they finally had a seat at this bar. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna sit down here. And the, this is when the guy hits me. I think I sent this in the topics too, but the guy was like, dude, if Justin Timberlake had a mullet, that's you. <laughs> I was just like, gosh, damn it. If this guy only knew how many times one that I've got that in that I've just, we talked about that recently. So it just kind of yeah. drove my, drove my point home. So I sit down and I just order, you know, I'm a vodka tonic guy. So I just got a vodka tonic single, you know, thinking I'm already, know I'm going to spend a little bit of money, but the prices that I was about to spend on these drinks just skipped my mind. Uh huh. So I sit down and I don't even know how, Oh, he mentions the Justin Timberlake thing and the guy next to me who becomes parallel universe Law Day coup chimes in and, you know, w- you know, kind of gives his little input on it. He's like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, you know, and then we all just kind of start talking, somehow get on the topic of, um, I don't know how we even got here. Honestly. I think we we got on the topic of Jake Paul in the fight with him and Tyson Woodley. is okay. that his name? Yeah, I think so. You know what I'm talking about? God, that he knocked yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And so bartender's arguing that it's all rigged. You know, he gave him the handshake and then he ducked and then took the punch or whatever. Yeah. And then guy next to me, parallel universe law to coup, he is like, no way. I'm telling you, like, he's a believer. He, cause we, I, I really, I have no idea how it got, came into topic, but he was saying how he actually kind of likes the Paul brothers. Now he's kind of like, you know, they're not that bad or whatever. And he actually thinks that Jake is, you know, a decent fighter. And so um, we get into this like argument. So then he's pulling up the video. You know, we're watching it. Da, 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 da. And I get to talking to this guy. And so he's kind of got a he's, he's bald. Right. And you know, yeah. how Law kind of had like the like. He, shaved he head almost. Yeah. 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 And then he has a beard that's like dark or whatever. But he's got that, you know, how Law kind of had a, a bigger nose. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like that same like bigger nose. And I'll like send you this guy's Instagram because when you see him, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, but you sure, followed right? him on Instagram. Oh, dude. Yeah. Listen, this story gets kind of great, honestly. <laughs> and so we're kind of we're going back and forth. And I don't, somehow we start talking, you know, just kind of passing back general information. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm a, you know, originally a mechanical engineer, but now I'm doing supply chain consulting because he he had mentioned that he flies every day of the week. And I was like, dude, are you just like somewhere different every day? He's like, basically. And I was like, damn, dude, like, I mean, I travel weekly, but, you know, what, not every what is, day.
3: What does he do to travel well, that's, every that's day? That's what
2: I asked him. I was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a research and development engineer. And so, you know, I tell him I'm a mechanic or originally mechanical engineer, but now I'm supply chain or whatever. So we, you know, start just general conversation back and forth, still doing the Jake Paul bullshit with the bartender, just, you know, kind of cutting up. Another guy comes up and sits down next to us, looks basically just like me, but a little bit blonder mustache, like curly hair. And then he sits down next to us and just for some, you know, reason just starts joining in on the Jake Paul fight conversation because we're still just, you know, bartenders like, oh, it's fake, dude. I'm telling you, watch the hand, watch the hand. So we watch it in slow motion and fast motion. It's just the conversation of the time. And I'm kind of like the they're all going through me as the mediator of this whole argument kind of because I'm the I haven't really stated my opinion on what I think about it yet. And so I'll be like, well, I kind of see this side. And then I also kind of see, you know what I'm saying? You know, he he still hit him hard enough, I think, to knock this guy out. But there is when you see it. His hands, what, what fighter in, in their right mind would ever drop a hand from their face like this and just leave their face open just for a punch, you know what I mean? But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But so we all get to talking to this guy that is like Law. He goes, yeah, I'm into, uh, he's like, yeah, dude, I just love jujitsu." He's like, I used to be a, a fighter or whatever. And didn't Law, like, wasn't he a big jujitsu guy? Um... I don't know. So because law was
3: um, because law was in the military and all that stuff, I think he, he had to learn some jujitsu, but I don't know if it went beyond that. Well, I remember I when he know, started
2: working in when he started working in New York, he was telling me that he was looking for a gym to roll out.
3: You know what? Maybe you're right. And
2: so I, was I like, don't remember. Dang. And so this guy says all this, and we start talking. And I'm like, dude, this guy is just like the way, like his mannerism, the way he's talking to me, you know, just like delivering his words, just is all reminding me of someone. And then it hits me because he also looks like him. Because once we we all started Wick, like, we all exchange Instagrams the the three of us at the bar or whatever. And um, his profile picture he has a beard whenever we met him, but he has just a mustache. Remember when Law started rocking just the stash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude looks just like this motherfucker. And I was just like, holy hell. Like, if this was, like, if Law just became a research and development engineer, I swear to God, this is him.
3: What if, like, uh, what if you, what if you found out that it was him, like, about halfway through the conversation? Like, for some reason, you two just could not, like, recognize each other. And about, you know, like an hour into the conversation or whatever, Law was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to do the supply chain stuff. Or no. whatever, you know, da, da, da. And then you were like, oh, wait, it's you.
2: No, for a second before and until he said that he was from Mexico, I was about to be like, Do I know you, man. Like, honestly, like, I mean, because I mean, I haven't talked to law in forever, so he could have gotten, you know, a little more jacked and, you know, or whatever. It, but. Well, yeah.
3: Well, that's what I was going to say is like, you know, like one of the things that I remember like really well about Law is, you Remember those pictures he showed us yeah, when, when he was, he was on jacked? test? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Dude. I think about that shit sometimes because like. What what was what? Oh, I don't. I mean, that sounds really weird. I don't think about him all the time <laughs> or those pictures all the time. But what I do think about, like when I when I think about law, is like, because like, he wasn't a real big guy when he wasn't on that shit. But when he he was on that shit, dude, he was fucking
2: huge. Oh, he was mega,
3: like, massive, dude. And like, oh Jesus Christ, dude, that guy was just it, it, that guy was just wild in every aspect.
2: That dude's like probably one of the like just. He I don't has know if like if the word like coolest is like the best word, just like best like people I've ever met in my entire life. Oh,
3: by yeah, by far. He's one of the best, yeah, best guys I've ever met. But yeah, dude, his story is just fucking it's crazy. It's just, oh, yeah, it's just crazy.
2: But but fuck. no, so but I finally like realized that I'm you know, like comparing this guy to law for a second. And I'm just like, how crazy that, I'm, that we're just kind of like chatting it up at this bar right here. I mean, I never sit at this bar one and just I mean, you always kind of when you sit at an airport bar, you're, you're bound to kind of run into a conversation. But you almost kind of try to avoid it sometimes. But this one was one of those where you're kind of like, OK, I could just sit here for until my flight leaves or whatever and just talk to these dudes or whatever. But so then I, it's ready for me to tab out. And I I had been ordering, I switched from the single to the double because I figured I would just, you know, if I'm going to sit here and drink a little bit, I might as well get the doubles because they're probably only like $6 more, you know? Yeah, Why not? Yeah. Dude rings me up. He was like, your total is going to be 80 bucks. Oh. I was like, holy shit, dude, for four drinks. Oof. I was like, fuck me sideways. And then I had to tip him like 15 bucks because of 20% because I can't not tip 20%.
3: That's, well, that's why, like, when you asked if I dabbled in the airport bars or whatever, that's why I said lightly. Because yeah. I will rarely do it because it's just so fucking stupid. It like, is. You pretty much, if you want to pay under 20 bucks, you pretty much have to buy a beer. And not oh. like a, you've got to buy, like, a domestic beer. Because yeah. do they charge out the fucking ass? Because, like, where are you going to get, like, where else are you going to go? You know, like. You can't get a drink anywhere else. It's either in the airport or you leave the airport.
2: Well, here's the problem, too, is because it's an airport, they don't carry like they don't carry well liquor. There's no, you know, you're not going to get your three sixty five vodka, you know, for cheap. It's all Tito's Gray Goose. And so they've got to at least charge you. I mean, even if I go to a restaurant around here, a Tito's and tonic is at the least going to cost me seven bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not that upset about that part of it. It's just I should have been a whole lot smarter whenever I was drinking like that. I was drinking like I was at a bar in Fayetteville having a good time. And the thing is, four drinks, I did not even get that drunk. Well, think
3: of it this way. You've got a you got a story now. You met some yeah. people. You got some new followers on, on the Instagram. Exactly. You know, That's what made I was going to say. Had good conversations about, you know, the Paul brothers and, you know, so...
2: No, that's Overall, the thing. is
3: I'm saying a, a plus on the, on the experience.
2: No, that's, that's a thing. I mean, you can't, you can't take away from the human experience, I think, which is, which is what my $80 goes into, I guess. Cause I mean, the guys were cool. The the other guy that looked like me was from, he was from Michigan and he was on his way to Georgia to hog hunt. Hell and yeah. then that sparked, I mean, you may know who this guy is cause I didn't know who it was, but these two dudes or one of them knew him. And the other guy who hog hunted was like, Oh no way. But do you know who Tim Kennedy is? Yeah. Yeah. So old boy that looked like Law knew Tim Kennedy. Oh, well, that's fucking weird. And he went and did the hog hunt and helicopters with him. Damn. That's fucking Uh, lit.
3: Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess, you know. Do you know who who Tim
2: Kennedy is now? Well, he's he, like, described what kind of person he is. And the name, you know, is not foreign to me. He said he's kind of like uh, what is it, Jocko? Will- I can't even say his last Willin, name. Willin,
3: Willin yeah, Willenick or Willink, whatever. yeah, Willink, yeah, yeah. just yeah, just Jocko. Yeah, like so. So Tim Kennedy was uh, army green beret or whatever. So he was special forces, and he's like this crazy. Like I, I say, crazy. He's not this crazy guy or whatever. But he's just one of those guys. You know, became an entrepreneur afterwards. Got it like a TV show deal and you know some shit like that or whatever afterwards. And after he got out of the you know the service, and you know now he's just out here making a bunch of money and living life. So,
2: yeah, they were uh, trying to they were trying to argue if he was a Navy SEAL or Green Beret, and the yeah, yeah. and I he's, was like, I don't fucking know.
3: He's he's straight up. He's Green Beret. Jocko was a SEAL, but Tim Kennedy's a Green Beret. Goggins was also a SEAL, David Goggins, but there's. That David Goggins guy, there seems to be a lot of like people. Have you ever heard his
2: stories? Okay, so I don't know a lot of these people's stories. I just know of them and kind of what their shtick is. So
3: David Goggins has some wild fucking stories, dude. Like I saw one the other day where it was so Buds, which is like the seal training or whatever. During BUDS, you have to carry... They have to do what they call like... I don't know. I think they call it like a... I don't know if they call it a boat march or something like that. But basically, you have to hold a a boat up with your team, right? And so you hold up this inflatable boat or whatever it is like that they use. And you have to hold it for time and all that shit. And basically, you know, it's just tiring you out and shit like that. Like they're wet and cold and all that shit. And they've got to hold this fucking boat for, you know, minutes or whatever. And... This video was Goggins saying, oh, yeah, during all that, you know, I told my team, you know, I I turned around and I said, he said, I don't remember what words he said or say, but he was like, let's eat some fucking souls or, you know, some shit like that or whatever. And so he he said that they started pressing this boat. And screaming like maniacs and shit like that or whatever. And I'm just like, dude. I, I hate to be that guy but i'm calling bullshit on this one because i dude you're fucking tired during buds you don't get a lot of sleep you're constantly going and you know just getting the shit kicked out of you physically and mentally or whatever and then you're gonna tell me that you're holding this fucking boat up you turn around and say let's eat some fucking souls and everybody just like yeah let's press this fucking boat dude let's do it right now one two i'm calling bullshit bro This yeah
2: no, that kind of reminds me of those stories where it's like, and then everybody clapped. You know what I mean? Where it'll be like just kind of a, uh, what do they call it? Like a copy pasta on Twitter. It's just like a story about something that happened at like a grocery store. And, you know, it's like a really inspirational moment. And, like, and then everyone clapped. And you're just like, dude, no. I don't understand. <laughs> this moment but okay. probably one did not happen. And if it did happen, no one clapped. Yeah, it's just uh,
3: people got some wild stories, man.
2: And people well, make up thing, a lot of shit, and maybe it's just because, like, most people who are Navy SEALs probably just don't want to talk about their time in the SEALs. But why is it that there's like these select few who like use it as a career path when they get out to like make it their job to, like, or like doc, like not, I want to say document or just their whole talk thing is it. yeah, talk Delbugs. about they, like, mo- they They motivationally speak through their experiences through these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, how do you feel I don't, about it? Are you are you like a, when you listen to Goggins? Do you get fired up? Goggins, no.
3: Uh. Uh-uh. I I so personally, if I'm like, I don't listen to a lot of motivational stuff like that anyway. But I try not to. Yeah. I think but it's. F-
2: I think a lot of it is because it's all. They're a doing lot of a lot it's, of it I for think the a money. Lot of it's,
3: Yeah, and I think a lot of it's fake, right? They're just thinking of, like, what can I say to, like, get this, you know, which it's their job, right? Like, you know, their job is, what can I say to get people fired up and get, you know, some kind of fire going inside of them, right? Yeah. But personally, I don't, I'm not a fan of Goggins. I'm more, I like Jocko, just -hmm. because when Jocko, well, one, Jocko just looks like a goddamn warrior, right? Like mm-hmm. he looks like something you would take out of fucking like when they say when they talk about you know the Spartans or whatever he to me like is some guy that like I would not be surprised if I saw a fucking painting or some shit and it looked just like Jocko right you just pull Jocko out of, out of the Spartan army or whatever and here he is but and he's just the way he goes about shit to me like when he speaks or whatever is is a lot better than Goggins so like when. Afghan, when the whole Afghanistan, you know, withdrawal was going on or whatever, he put a video out on his Instagram. Jocko did because I follow him, and um, it was it was smart. Like he because you know, like he was a veteran, he he was out there, or whatever, and he was talking about you know we messed up, we made a mistake, you yeah, da 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 da. But it was like the way he talked about it was just I don't know it for me. I was like, yeah, this guy is well spoken. He's smart. He obviously you know. He's thought about what he's gonna say and shit like that, so I just think he's better for me anyway.
2: Yeah, it seems like the more or out of the three that we just listed, I guess, because I haven't really heard much about Tim Kennedy, but between those three—Goggins, Kennedy, and was it Will Nick? <laughs> we'll never yeah. say it right. I don't think. Um, he Jocko's the one that I hear most people be kind of on his side or just more. See, or I guess. I guess I would just say more like our age group is cool with him. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because Goggins almost strikes me more as a middle-aged dad's kind of like, fuck, yeah, David Goggins. I'm going to run every morning just like you.
3: Yeah, but now fuck that. Yeah, two Goggins is running. That's just bullshit.
2: But, I mean I think like I'm not like taking away from Goggins. Like I'm sure he's a, a good no, dude. And, yeah, and actually yeah. did, did did do whatever, you know. Thank you for your service, my brother in Christ.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
2: But I do think some of that shit, that aftermath of just using it as motivation is a little weird to me. But get well, your bag, you know, get your bag.
3: Well, yeah, I mean Well, it's the same with politics now, right? You've got you know, people running for office for Congress and all that shit. And it's just when, you know, they serve their one term, then they come out and they, they want to write deals They They want to have book deals. Right. So, I mean, I think like right now, I just, I think right now in the state of the world that we're in, which th- not to sound too fucking old and not to like be weird about it or anything, but I think that the, the state of the world that we're in right now or whatever people, no matter what profession they're in, they're going to start going into some of these professions, you know, and it's, it's for a book deal or it's for a movie deal or, you know, some shit like that or whatever, right? Like they, they want to be famous or whatever. So like a job that should be reserved for people that just want to do good or just want to help out, you know, these, you know, Kind of selfish people, I guess, go into these jobs looking for the deal at the end or whatever. If that makes sense, no, just kind of rambled on that one.
2: But. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I think I got what you were saying though. No, it, it, I guess it depends on what their what their motive is. If they start out doing it, which I mean, it probably starts like how everything does. Most people who either get famous for something or or end up with a book deal of sorts like that probably start out with initial goal of actually trying to to do something with it, but then in the end are probably just like. What kind of bullshit can I put into books now to where I can just keep selling these copies of, of essentially the same thing and keep saying the exact same thing to where people will keep following it and well, keep supplying like Dan, me with money? Well, it's just like Dan uh, Bilzerian, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Don't even like start he, on the Dan he Blood. Was,
3: well, I mean, he was a SEAL for four years or whatever. He signed like a four-year contract and he was What's first of all, like like, love or hate Dan, you know, whatever, right? But the reason that I don't personally like Dan all that much is because he signed a deal. So when he signed his contract, it was like a four year contract or whatever. When you're a Navy SEAL, the first like 18 months of being a SEAL is strictly training. So half of his training or half of his contract was pretty much him just spent working out and getting ready for something or whatever. Now, I don't know, I've never read his book. I don't know if he ended up deploying ever or if he like something happened and prevented him from deploying, I don't know. But to me, I'm just like, yo, I don't know about that one, bro. Like, like,
0: so, yeah. I don't. I, what What's your input on Dan? What's okay, your so input Dan, on that? I don't know.
2: I've <laughs> a lot of Dan Blitzerian was like rented, right? He was he was all kind of a, a fake at the end of the day. Like none of none of his stuff was really his, I don't believe. It was all whatever that company was that was kind of using yeah. him as the face. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, we'll put you in this house and have you just be this social media mon like was it was a Mongol? Mogul? Mogul, Mongol. I don't <laughs> Mogul? know. Mogul? Maybe. Is that, Mongol, yeah, the know. Mongols. Are those inter, yeah. are those interchangeable? <laughs> Maybe. We'll use that. We'll use one of those words. Whoever wants to look up that word and and do that right, select which one it is, but I think that's just. I think he was just a face for for that. Oh. I think well, he was just a character.
3: They're basically paying was, him. Yeah, they're paying him to be a character, and be a socialite, throw yeah. parties, and you know get the name out there.
2: He's essentially, in a way, kind of pre Andrew Tate almost, <laughs> or just same iteration. Like Andrew Tate's another iteration of a Dan Blitzerian almost. Kind of. Yeah, I'd say kind of. You know, just same kind of. This is my my motto and my mindset, women. I mean, I, Tate doesn't do guns, but I guess he's kind of more money and money. He's kind and of bitches. Anti, I guess he's kind of, or he loves bitches, but he's anti. Don't let them. Don't let, don't him let be him their cheat own shit. cheat on you.
3: Keep them in the kitchen. <laughs>
2: keep him, keep, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, like, I still need to, to deep dive on him. I, I feel I'm still not in the full know of, of the full Andrew Tate. So,
3: well, I I'm, so I'm, I'm
2: going to talk back
3: to Dan for a minute. Yeah, go back to Dan. So, kind of about Dan. So, I don't know. So, I talked to Law for a long time uh, after he, you know, left or whatever Mm. and went back to Texas and all that because, you know, like Law was like a ranger for a little bit. And basically, there was a time in my life, not that long ago, where I was like, fuck it. I'm signing the contract. I'm going to go into the military. I'm going to try to be, you know, a SEAL or... You know, something along those lines, right? And he was kind of telling me all this stuff about you know what they do and you know their training and what it's like and all this shit. And I was like, yep, 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 you know, got it. And uh, he was asking me one of his questions. At one point was, well, how long are you going to do this for? And I said, well, I don't know. And he says, well, he said, I'm just going to tell you, you know, most of these, the community or whatever, they do allow, like they they do like ten years at least, right? And I was starting to think about that. I was like, damn, dude, like 10 years, you know, I think I was 23 at the time. I was like, I'd be 33 when I get out. If that was my plan or whatever. Like, you know, I don't know, bro. And, and I, was, I brought up, I was like, well, can't you just sign like a four year contract or whatever? And he said, yeah, he said, you can. But he's like, you know, you're definitely like going to be looked at a little bit different if you try to get out after four years and, you know, all this shit or whatever. And so that's why, like, the whole Dan Vazirian thing, I'm like, dude, you, you kind of suck, bro. Like, because it sounds like a lot of those guys try to make a career out of it or try to go 10 years or whatever. And, yeah, you do stat after your first one and pretty much half your contract was spent training.
2: How long can you be in the SEALs for?
3: I think until you can't anymore. Like, really? Physically,
2: yeah. So is that almost... I mean, you sign a contract, so you are you guaranteed those years, you think, or do you have to reprove yourself some of those years, you think?
3: Um, I think once you make it as a SEAL, so from what I understand um, from law and then from like my own research or whatever, um, basically, you're constantly being evaluated during your training. So like. So what they do is like their training regimen is they go to buds, right? Once they get out of buds, then they start um, they start training again for like whatever their deployment is, um, or they get placed into like teams or whatever, and that'll kind of decide what 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 they do, right? So um, let's say you get placed from the team or whatever, like you make it through buds and all that stuff. Uh, so you've got like you've got a f- like four phases, I think four phases. And -hmm. each phase lasts, I want to say three months, three to six months, depending on what it is. So like you have a training phase. So you'll train and get ready for your next deployment. They call that like pump up or something or like the pump. Right. And then you go and get deployed for, you know, I think it's like three to six months or whatever, depending on what it is. And then after that, you have like, like, like a decompress kind of deal. Right. So like, you know, you have like a almost a debriefing from your deployment. And then the fourth one is kind of like, uh, you know, you train and you do all that kind of stuff, but it's not as heavy, it's not as hard, and all that stuff. And you kind of have like a military job while you do all that shit, kind of deal or whatever. So that's how, at least that's how I understood it. So that's kind of how their their training shit works or whatever. So they're constant like throughout that they're constantly being evaluated, and you know, you kind of have to prove yourself where, and during all your stuff or whatever to to still be on the teams and shit. So.
2: Interesting. I'm glad we just became the military podcast there for a little bit. Um, yeah,
3: some of that could be <laughs> completely wrong too. So if anybody's listening to this and they're like, you fucking idiot, like, I'm sorry. I don't, yeah, I I've never to say, been. But
2: if we have any JROTCs out there, they are oh, in like their seat yelling right now. We us. just
3: angered all ROTC people.
2: Halfway through Man, you talking about all that. Halfway through you talking about all that, I was like, "How the fuck did we even get talking about the military?" <laughs> well, we were talking about we were talking about yeah. Ted Kennedy.
3: Yeah, I was uh, blowing my nose or whatever. Still dealing with like a bunch of
2: congestion and shit. Kind of blows. My man's be congested. Holy shit, that is disgusting. What this fucking Michelob Ultra Seltzer, cucumber lime?
3: That it? Yeah, I would. I could have told God. you that.
2: I'm completely out of beer. That was gross. That was disgusting. Oh, dude, you want to hear something kind of funny, I guess? Yeah, what you got? So, you know, have I ever talked about my bike on here?
3: I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but you and I have talked about it, yeah.
2: So, I wouldn't say my dumbass, but quarantine just really, as the rest of the world, made me want to get a bike. And so I spent like a year and a half just... Not a year and a half, but I spent a couple months just really hard researching bikes. And then the world kind of got back into full swing. And I was like, you know what? Good thing I didn't buy a bike or whatever. Yeah. But then I think the, it got cold. So then that was, you know, kind of put me off of it. But then the weather started getting good again. And I think I took I had like a shitty Walmart bike that I took out and then just made me kind of have that same feeling of fuck. I want a bike again. Yeah. And I had I was kind of in a spot where I could afford to get a bike. You know, if I wanted to get like a decent one. And so I was looking around. And eventually just, I think me and Carly just, I was like, you know, let's just go shopping and just look and see what's around here. So we went to a a place around here called the bike route, walked in. They had like the exact one that I was looking at online. So, of course, it was a tough decision. So I, I think I told the guy, I was like, I'll come back. You know, let me think about it. Yeah. And then the next day I was just, you know, fucking, I'm going to get this thing. Cause I think, I can't remember if I was working from home at the time or if I was working. No, I think I, I think I would have been working at Sam's probably, maybe. I think is where I was at. But anyway, so I bought the bastard, you know, did the classic, wrote it for a little bit. And then I think it just, it became one of those things where I would ride it every three months or so. Yeah. So recently, I was on the phone with my dad and I told him how it's just, you know, taking up space in my house right now. So I told him with me traveling, I was going to bring it to him and just let him use it during the week. And if I ever needed, I would just pick it up on my way home from the airport or whatever. Yeah. And of course, now that I've told him that I'm going to give it to him, I ride it every day. (laughs) I was like, I'm so fucking dumb, dude. It's just like one of those where where it's going to get taken away from you. And you're like, no, this is my bike. This is mine. Yeah. Mine. So now I'm biking again, and it's actually really nice. Uh, It's good. It's good exercise. Yeah, it is good exercise, actually. The only thing is the seat is about the size of a fucking peanut, and, dude, it will work on your ass bones. Because, man, you know I ain't got no fucking meat down there, so, like, right where your ass cups in, yeah, talk about hell on earth.
3: Why don't you just go buy a new seat?
2: But see, that those don't help at all. It's still the same. Okay.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Biking hurts your ass regardless. That's why they wear padded pants or whatever. Yeah, but
2: that's the thing. Also, I just I don't know if I'm ready for the padded shorts either.
3: No, you you need to go full on, you know, biker outfit. I need like a I need a real you need a real helmet. You need the yeah, you need the, the outfit. You
2: need I do have outfit. a helmet because I figured I figured one my mom would never let me not say I had a helmet. Plus also it is just I wear it just because like with my dumbass luck, I would be like, you know what? No helmet today. And then a fucking semi would just smack me into the pavement.
3: Well, buddy, I hate to say this, but if a semi smacked in you while you are biking, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> fucked anyway. So I don't think the helmet's going to help you there. I hate to be the bearer of
2: <laughs> bad news on that one. <laughs> There's like, oh, well, at least he had his helmet on.
3: Yep. Amo's like, yep, he's <laughs> split in half. His head's over there. But hey, he
2: had a helmet. So... They pick up just the head. They're like, hey, at least you got that helmet on, though, brother. (laughs) Practicing good safety. I like it. No, the only thing that sucks about the trails around here is they all go through apartment complexes or uh, a busy street. So every about 100 meters, you have to stop and either wait for a car or make sure there's no one driving through a parking lot. So you really can't just get a good constant speed, which kind of blows us. But it is still fun. Plus the weather's kind of getting nice towards the end of the day.
3: Yeah, like yeah, the when that sun starts going down a little bit, it it feels a little bit better. Especially if there's wind.
2: Uh, Oh yeah, dude, my dumbass decided to drive into the wind yesterday when I went out.
3: So I recently bought a new watch.
2: What's good? What'd you
3: get? It's a Garmin.
2: Oh, big Garmin guy.
3: Well, so I've never done the Garmin thing. I've always been a citizen guy, right? And I bought an Apple Watch. So here's the story behind the Apple Watch. When I first started working out, I was like, I want to be able to track, you know, how many cal- how calories I expend every day, right? So I can kind of, you know, get an understanding of how many I need to eat in order to, you know, get a surplus and all that stuff. Well, so I bought the, I bought the Apple Watch because I was like, fuck it. Like, I know it's going to be compatible with my iPhone or whatever, it'll give me some of the data or whatever that I want, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. As soon as I bought the Apple Watch, I like, I don't even know why I did it, but I had the order for the Apple Watch already. I decided to go look around and be like, well, what's a better one that'll also connect to my, you know, my iPhone? And this fucking watch came up and I was like, fuck, man. I was like looking it up, like dude, this thing's sick. Like you don't have to charge it. It's like solar powered and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, this shit is awesome. Like I should have bought this one or whatever. But it was too late because I already bought the fucking app. Out- I was like, I want, I'm not going to buy a second one now, a second smartwatch, you know, back to back like that in the same day. So anyway, I, like a year later, I got this one or whatever. And it's like, it's fucking sick. But it makes me want to like, I just want to like go outside and like run and like bike because it's got all like these navigational tools on it or whatever. And so I'm just like, I just want to go be a man. Of, like, I just want to go be a, an explorer also want to get on a bike or like go run or some shit just i don't know
2: i can highly recommend biking but also i'm not i'm not too scared of running either those the Garmin's Garmin's are meant for running i'm pretty sure they're they're like the running watch
3: yeah well this one's a tactical one it's pretty sick i can, I can see turn it on, in the freeze frame I, I can turn on night vision mode I can turn on tactical mode, so if I need to like erase all my data, I can do it real quick in case I'm getting captured.
2: Are you serious? Um,
3: yeah, bro, this thing's <laughs> legit, dude. I got a tactical one. I almost <laughs> bought there was another one out there and it was two or three times as much as my this one or whatever. And it's got a ballistics calculator on it, bro. A ballistics or calculator a on shooting? a watch. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking sick. I just, found the,
2: I just found the exact one you bought. I'm checking out the specs on it.
3: Instinct 2 tactical version. Bro, go look at those features, dog. It's fucking
0: sick.
2: Shock and water resistance.
3: What I found out is my fitness age is 23. So technically, I'm younger than I look. Well, I'm younger <laughs> than I actually am. So get fucked.
2: By one year. By one year. I would say with probably the like the percent error on that thing. I would say that no, probably no, just, no, no, no,
3: no. Don't <laughs> fucking ruin this shit for me. All right.
2: If Jeez. you could get it to say you're about actually no, if you if, you, if it said you were as fit as an 18 year old, that would probably be worse, right?
3: No, if you're as fit as an 18 year old, then you're fucking healthy as shit.
2: You know. I don't know. I would almost I would almost argue that a mid like an early 20s person is probably a little more. Athletic I think, no. than an 18
0: year old. Well, he, well I think. Uh,
2: what are your thoughts on that?
3: I mean, more developed, for sure. Like your athletic performance itself. <laughs> yeah. Like you're probably, when you're in your, you know, com- if you're comparing your, your 20s to your, you know, teens or whatever, late teens, like, or whatever, then yeah, you're probably, your performance is probably better in terms of like your strength and you know maybe your speed or you know whatever it is right but i think in terms of like your body being like you know as, as far as like stress levels and your weight and like all that stuff like your sleep and all that good you know good shit or whatever i think being 18 is better
2: yeah i guess i could agree with that i look like i'm fucking
0: 100 years old in my eyes the skin under
2: here is so, like, I don't know. Maybe it's the same on yours. Is like this skin real soft under your eyes? Uh,
3: everybody's are,
2: dude. Feels like it's about to just decay away. Maybe it will. And you see these, these nice little yeah. wrinkles, Rose
3: feet, or whatever. Wrinkles. Yeah. Have you got a skin regimen going
2: yet? No, I need to. Today I got these. I got some forehead rings pretty bad, but that's just from probably looking at people like, fucked you. Steve. Yeah, I did too, but. Fuck it, dude. We're just getting old. We're just becoming old men. Yep,
3: twenty five this year. Jesus Christ! I, I did you think that we? Did you think you'd ever reach twenty five? I mean, this gonna sound real fucked up, but I, I didn't. I never thought I'd make it twenty five.
2: I, I mean, I figured I'd see twenty five. It just, it felt so far away at one point. You know what I mean?
3: We'll see if I make it a fucking thirty.
2: So I think. Honestly, I guess, and I don't know, maybe, probably some people can say the exact opposite. I just thought I'd probably be like, maybe somewhere else at 25 than I am right now. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just life, dude, though. I was saying, but I'm not too far behind schedule. I just, I think the only difference is I probably figured I'd be married with a house, maybe. But both of those oh, are fuck. on. me. You could have I
3: gotten mean, married. Yeah, you could have gotten married. I mean, both years of those ago. are on
2: me. Both of those are 100 percent on me. But time just be flying by, you dude. It's like you're like, oh, okay, I'll do it here soon, and then it's like, Then you're like, whoa, how old am I? Like 27. Does Carly, like,
3: does Carly listen to the podcast?
2: She does. Yeah, she tries oh. to. I think. I think she. I don't know how far she gets into some of the episodes, but I know she every time it release, when she says she starts listening to it. I was
3: gonna ask it about the whole marriage thing and all that, but I guess I'll we can keep that to a personal conversation. <laughs> now you I can bring it up. Let me, hear, go, it.
2: let me go let my damn ass dog out, dude. Sorry this is like half our breaks, but she's barking up a storm.
3: All right.
0: Coming. I don't have anything to
3: cool to say or do whenever uh Bully leaves these. I know he leaves little uh, nuggets for me and stuff, but I I got nothing.
2: There he is. There you go. The literal worst thing is happening outside right now.
3: So I was trying to think of when you left, like leaving you a little nugget, like you do for me every once in a while when we do these breaks. I'm just, I'm just a fucking disappointment. I got nothing. I have nothing (laughs) funny to say. Nothing interesting. No bits or anything like that that I can do. It's just,
2: I was like.
3: Yeah, I, I got nothing. So fuck it.
2: You got to do welcome back to the solo hour. <laughs> Home of the solo <laughs> boys. And then you just go from there. You just got to have a, get a, get a good welcome back, to. Um, But no, I got outside. There's a little girl yelling across the street because we have a new neighbor. My dog. that's why she wanted to go outside. She wants to go outside to bark at this little girl. Hell yeah. So now the little girl is probably gonna be like, fuck this. I'm going to go inside. Then she's going to be like, fuck this. I'm going inside. -hmm: And I'm going to let her back in here in about 15 minutes.: Oh yeah, That is, but that's all right. That's OK.:
3: But anyway, so <clears throat> back to the age thing. I, I, I really did not think I'd make it to C25. I is that.
2: Uh: I don't Are you know figuring death would have sought you out. yes, Dale? Death.: Death.: Yeah. In a cool way. In a
3: God, fuck, I don't know. know. Probably no, probably not. I'll probably just die like every other fucker. <laughs> just done, just gone, <laughs> out.
2: If you, I know this is kind of morbid, but if you had to choose a way to die, is there any specific way that you would like to? Just fucking shoot me in the head. Get it over
3: with. Be done. Honestly, because I
2: guess if there is an afterlife where you kind of are connected to your old self in a way, you know what I mean. It would be cool in that new life to be one of those people that can say that you, you know what it's like to be shot.
3: Well, except if you were shot in the head and it was instant, you really wouldn't know. you just, you're done, you know?
2: Yeah. True also, I mean, not a lot of scenarios you're going to be in where the moments I mean, prior to being shot would be pretty blissful. You know what I mean? A lot of those moments before being shot are probably going to be pretty high stress, so I'm not sure that like you want to remember. Well, I guess
3: if I had to die today, right, I'd want to go out in the in the fucking, you know, balls of fucking fury, just like I want it. I would want it to be a shootout. So not necessarily in the head, but I and I would want to be at the end of the day when it's all said and done, I will I would want to have killed whoever was being the bad guy. And then I just pass at the end because of my my I succumb to my wounds.
2: Let's talk about something a little more light, like mock Let's. drafts at work, because I did that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I definitely did that shit too over the week. How many did you do?
2: I just did one, and literally, what happened was I did like my basically all I was trying to see, and maybe this will be uh, for people who listen to our podcast, might be fantasy people also, because um, I wouldn't be I would be down to do kind of a fantasy hour, or not a fantasy hour, but like a little fantasy fifteen every week, just kind of a recap. Um, but I was just trying to get down where people were placed in the ESPN rankings. Cause Mm -hmm. no matter, no matter what plan you go in with, if someone's ranked above another guy, it takes every, like your brain's automatically going, they see rank 10 and rank 15 and go, well, 10 has to be better than 15. Yeah. But that is probably 65 to 70% of the time. Not the case. Yeah. And so I was trying to see who's going to go because in the first round, it usually goes the top 12 players go, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? What order that happens in doesn't matter, but I would like to see if everyone went one, two, three, four, five, you know, straight through. I'm the ninth pick who is available at, you know, eight, nine, and 10. Cause I, that's yeah. who I'm going to, that's, that's who I've got to pick from basically. And so it's not, my options are not too bad. As of right now, it looks like I'm going to be trying to choose between, cause I'm at the end. So I'm going to get, back-to-back pick so i'm gonna have to go probably good wide receiver and then grab a running back right after that because if here's here's what i'll say if you don't grab a running back in the first round Mm -hmm. in a 12-man league and you're in the first six picks you have just fucked yourself beyond belief yeah like you you have to take a running back and if i were you are you gonna take jonathan taylor Um, I haven't decided because when I so I ran my,
3: I ran a mock draft and, um, when I did it, I was kind of watching or whatever. And I think, and I don't know, I think I'm not really sure. I'll probably decide when we get there, but I think right now what I'm going to go with with being the first pick is I'm going to grab, I think I'm going to grab a top
2: wide receiver instead no truman do not and here's but your here's run my reasoning. game is going to be trash your run game will be garbage you have like the 20 like fourth pick after that i'm telling and, you do do not take a wide receiver there's plenty of wide receivers well, please do not do this please don't well, do this but then here's but then here's the thing are gonna, though are you gonna take cooper cup because that's not worth it but no no i don't I don't know.
3: I don't know who exactly I'm going to take, right? He's on the list of potential
2: that's the only receiver you would take over running back in the first round. but listen uh, to the, hey, but at like, first at that. pick at first pick um, that's just my opinion I mean of course, d- do you for your team but listen this listen me on this one
3: if if I don't grab being that, I have to get the first pick, and then after that I'm like the twenty fourth pick after that to I you. have to grab somebody of some kind of fucking value and running backs to me are just too volatile because in my experience well, that's all why my you running this. backs they always get fucking hurt.
2: Right. That's why you do this. You have to take it you have to take a risk on a running back in round one and then your next two picks at because the second round you get back to backs. Yeah. At that point you take two good receivers at that point because there's plenty of them left. I promise you. Okay. Just go look. And but I'm another just- thing I mean, you could hold out. Here's the thing. If you do, if you take Cooper Cup, you just have to pray to God that no one takes Cordell Patterson before it gets to that 25, 26 ranked people, because that's who's around that area. And that's the only running back that I would say is equivalent of an RB1 status. Because if you try to run two RB2s in a 12 man league, even if you have oh, Cooper yeah. Cup and another decent receiver, you are going to be fucked all day. If your running backs are only putting up like 12 to 15, and that's even if they're doing good. Cause I mean, like the running backs are just so scarce this year. It well, seems like
3: my my strategy has always been in drafting when we draft or whatever is no matter what, no matter where you place, try to get like try to get as good of, of a receiver and as good of a running back as you can. Yeah, for, like at least the first slot.
2: Oh no, right? you have to you you cannot double up. You can never go running back, running back or receiver, receiver in the first two rounds. You have to take one and one and which order you do that in kind of depends on in my opinion, where you are in the draft order. So I think I can draft a receiver, but that's because I get a turnaround pick six picks later to get a running back. Whereas you have to wait another fucking 20 picks or whatever it is, 23 picks before you get your second pick. Yeah. I just think if, I just think if you're picking a, if you're picking from a, if 23 people go and you're picking from those people as your number one running back, I just don't think the caliber is the same versus like, the difference between say i mean let's just choose like chris godwin at tampa bay yeah he's going to put out like the same equivalent receiver numbers as probably like i mean maybe not jamar chase this year but i mean who knows but i mean like godwin always does fine and you can grab him in like the the 30s or something like that yeah. you know what i mean it's I'm just gonna, like
3: here's here's the the moral of the story is with the mock draft or whatever was that i I changed some of my thought process on the draft this year and the kind of my mm-hmm. strategy. So when I ran through the mock draft or whatever, I did pretty well. Yeah. But, um, but what I'm, what, where I was going with that is just, I, I think I've changed my mentality around the draft. So I'm feeling, yeah. I'm feeling good. I obviously don't have anything set in stone, like a plan or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. There's still some things that I'm thinking about, but I feel a whole lot better about
2: it. I mean, the first pick sucks, if you want to be honest with you. It's the worst it does, pick to have. Yeah, yeah it sucks balls. You can either be a hero or you can fuck yourself from the beginning. Because if you fuck that first pick, your whole season's done. Exactly. You're banking exactly. on that number one pick being the best player in this whole entire league. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. Who's the receiver that you're thinking about? Devontae Adams?
3: Um, yeah, it was Devontae. So, uh, let me grab I, I probably can't see it like I probably can't give you who I drafted from a mock draft it's probably too
2: late now you, you can go to your email but they send it to you by the round it's not like you can see your team it's stupid oh yeah fuck it never mind yeah um,
3: but I don't remember what my list is it's Cooper Cup Devontae Adams um and I want to sound stupid for this one, but hear, but hear me out. No, no, but hear me out. I thought maybe good old Juju because he's with the chiefs now. And I thought maybe he and Mahomes could have a little bit, of, a little bit of magic going on. Let
2: me just, that I know. could happen. That could happen, but that is not a, first a pick. risk. That is not a first pick. Oh, no, no, not no, 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 close. no. He was not,
3: he was that when I, he was very low he was very low on my mm. list. He's not he's not he, like I'll probably, I might try to draft him if I can. Yeah. But he's not to me he's not worth the risk for the top pick.
2: Fuck no, fuck no. No. I think the I biggest just think risk is that he could be special this year. Maybe. I think the biggest biggest risk first pick this year is going to be Tyreek Hill and McCaffrey.
0: Think so? McCaffrey because of injury,
2: uh, Hill because of performance. That's team. I can see that. But the Dolphins look, I mean, on paper, I think the Dolphins look like their offense should be fine. But it's I mean Tua, if you
3: is Tua still QB1 out there?
2: Yeah. Gross. And then they got like their tight ends, not bad. They're gonna have Tyreek Hill. Um someone just is there, someone just moved over there to start running the ball, who's not too bad. They have like a small arsenal of kind of decent running backs, I think. So we'll see. I don't know. The thing is, everyone moved around this year and it's been fucking me up because when I was in the draft, I was looking at these players and I'm like, why are these people ranked so fucking high? And it's because they got, they moved over to a new team. So now they're, you know, yeah. wide receiver one or RB one. Yeah. But I'm looking at if, if it goes, you know, based on the rankings, I'm going to be looking at drafting like Stephon Diggs first or Devontae Adams, something like that. And then I'll probably grab i was trying to think what backs are going to be look. At, I'll be looking at as like a first round back. They're not the worst, but they're not. I might have to take a risk on like J.K. Dobbins or something at um, Baltimore, but I really don't want to do that. Let me see. I can't remember. Oh you no! see. I-
3: there's quite a few guys that would like you would expect to go in the first round, at least the first two rounds. There's a couple of them that are like questionable right now. Did
2: you mm-hmm. see that? Yeah.
3: Well, so the I, thing was, so I, many
2: people. Go ahead.
3: When I when I did, like, so when I did my mock draft or whatever, I was like, oh, I was like, because I don't keep up with, like, all the news or whatever of, of football and fantasy and all that stuff. It's literally, like, I just, I go draft and then I just wing it, right? Throughout the, I don't do any research beyond that. I, I'm not watching the, you know, the fantasy hours on the, on ESPN or anything like that. But um, when I, when I pulled it up and when I got in there, I was like, oh, this is interesting because there's several of these guys that you would expect to go in the first two rounds that are questionable or whatever. And like, I was wondering, I was curious, you know, what's going to happen when we draft, like is somebody going to risk it and grab some of these guys? Obviously I don't know why all these guys are questionable. It could be injuries coming off injuries. It could be, you know, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder what it'll look like when we draft because you know, if they're questionable, like, do you risk somebody first, first two rounds? Like, because yeah. when they're healthy, you know, they're probably, you know, wide receiver one, you know, RB one kind of, you know, kind of shit like that or whatever, but they're questionable right now. So it's like, in how long, you know, I wonder if anybody's going to risk and, and grab them.
0: No,
2: that's, I mean, it always is a, uh, who's going to, who's going to take the biggest risk, honestly. And most of the time. You can, I've like learned just from like I guess past experiences to not be scared of the questionable preseason just because most of the time they like I would, dra- I would I would skip on a questionable player someone else would grab them and then like they would end up playing week one and then go off for the whole rest of the season yeah let's see what uh, these ranks are for the for PPR running back that's what I'd like to see. Okay, here we go. Yeah, they got Jonathan Taylor at number one. I hate how they have McCaffrey so high. I know he's like when he's on the field, he's good. But just having him just is a ball of anxiety the whole time you have him. I remember every uh-huh. game he would get in or just every week. Every time you start, like whenever his game starts, you're just waiting for the update of Christian McCaffrey exits game. for yeah. good. You yeah. also, I don't think, would be too bad choosing like Austin Eckler. Uh yeah. I don't know. L- let me see. What did I mean, Jonathan Taylor had 18 touchdowns last season. That is absolutely Lin's sanity. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know. I just hate how he plays for the fucking Colts. Yeah. But you can't be scared of that either, because sometimes even if the team sucks, and I, not that They're the Colts the only suck, one I don't that's think
3: worth a shit.
2: Yeah, he's just the one getting all the touches, dude. Yeah. Okay, so my running back options are going to be looking at like Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, James Connor. Not liking those options, because I mean Taylor's going early, Caffrey's going early. These are all, in my opinion, these guys are going in the top so, at least six. Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Eckler, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, and Dalvin Cook. The only other pick that, the only receiver that I think should be going in the top six is Cooper Cup. Yeah. Where's the name, Rankins? Yeah, they got Cooper, and then they have I Justin Jefferson. On. They got Justin Jefferson at number two, and that's who I had last year. He's a PPR god. Oh, is he? Yeah, dude, he gets so many targets and catches. Damn. He may not get a touchdown, but he'll get like seven catches for 100 yards, and you're like, I appreciate that 17 piece real quick. Yeah. And then if he gets a touchdown, you're like, well, fuck, that's a damn 24-point game. Give me that all day. Let me see what his last year's scores were. Sorry, we're kind of getting deep into the old. We're getting deep into fantasy right now. Real deep. Well, I love Fantasy Broom. He had 10 touchdowns last season, but he also had 108 receptions. So that's 100 point, 108 points just on catches. Damn. That's a lot of fucking points on
0: catches. Almost 2,000 yards. Damn.
2: <laughs> Damn. But no, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm I excited. I am I am put those I'm, numbers up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bet I could too, honestly. pretty <laughs> fucking good at catching footballs. Oh, are you? We're about an hour in, and your camera hasn't connected. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna get there I don't soon, know,
3: dude. I don't know. Who fucking
2: knows? But. Who fucking knows? Did you finally see what I was talking about with the bitmojis, though?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I when I, because when you sent that, I didn't look into it. I didn't look at Discord or whatever. I was just like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But then I literally like the next day, I think before the 24 hours was up on my story, I saw that somebody screenshot it, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, Who's screenshotting this? And I scrolled because and you also sent that message. You're like, you're the only one I felt comfortable with screenshot. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? But like at the time when you were sending all this stuff, I didn't have the time. Yeah, I just didn't have the time or whatever to like go into it and like really look in, into the discord and see what was going on, because there's there was a lot going on that day and uh and then, yeah, I saw you screenshot it and I was like, oh, this must, was, must be what he's talking about. And then I went and looked at the Discord and I was like, yeah, OK, I see this
2: now. I got him! I got them. They're gross. They are. They are very gross, why. actually. It's only on the stories, too. It's not like when you click on your bitmoji now, I don't think it looks like that. It's still the cartoon one. But as soon as you get into story mode, they were like, let's Pixar this motherfucker. Why don't we?
3: I don't like bitmojis. Really? Honestly. I don't know why I have one. Oh my god. No, dude, it's up there in the left-hand corner when you pull up Snapchat. Is it really? Yeah. Pull that shit up real
2: quick. Oh, it is, dude. That Disgusting. is so... Maybe I'm just now noticing it, but I'm pretty sure that's a new thing. It, yeah. It's gotta be. It messes me up because some of my friends look It just concerns me like I don't know if that's how I would have pictured the like even mine looks kind of gross. I don't know. I've never been a big bitmoji guy either. It's kind of had. I think I got bored one day. Actually, I think I just pissed off. I didn't have one. and Everybody else did. I
3: I think I just I think I fell into the whole. Oh, everybody else is getting these bitmojis things or whatever. So I got one or whatever but classic. It's gross. I don't like it. I don't like emojis.
2: Yeah, it just really caught me off guard. I was just viewing stories. and I looked up in the corner and I was like, what the fuck is up with this dude's bit emoji?" Ew. Hmm.
3: Ew, gross. So nasty. So sickening. So uh, we're about an hour in a little, a little more than an in. hour. Yes. Yeah, about an
0: hour, 10, I believe. So. Would you like
3: to talk the stories of the beginnings?
2: Yes. Can I grab a um? No. Can I grab like a little snack real quick? No, I'm you can't. No, fuck you. Sit the fuck t- down. I like, can't even focus. I'm so hungry. So hold on real quick. All right, you fucker.
0: Well, while you're while you're eating.
3: Yes,
2: I'm going go, go ahead
3: I'm gonna go ahead with the, with with the story of the beginnings from my from my point of view. I actually yes. wrote down notes for this because I wanted to think about it and really I really wanted to put some things into this, right? Key things. So I think we met and so for anybody listening, this the story of the beginnings, we're going to talk about how we came got to this point, really. Um, but uh, anyway, so I think. I think we met in fifth grade. That is correct.
0: So we met in fifth grade
3: and we met through a mutual friend of ours. And it was, and anyway, at the time when we were in fifth grade, cell phones um, were not as prevalent as they are now, I think. No. But we or- were like two of our friends, like, you were one of my only friends that had a cell phone and I was, I think I was probably one of your only friends that had a cell phone because, you know, we both had older sisters and you know, you know how that shit goes. Um, right,
2: That's a um, they had one at this age. I need one too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Kind of deal. Um, <clears throat> so after that, I think we texted some, maybe you're like probably like the first person I like really texted, which is, you know, funny because back then you had to pay for that shit until like after seven or some shit or nine, I think. Free phone calls and texts and shit like was that. that
2: on, I don't know if I ever had to experience that. Was that an old sprint thing?
3: Uh, that was an old sprint thing, yeah. Um, I think anyway. Um, But so yeah, so fifth grade, we're, we're buddies, we're friends. I don't think we really did a whole lot of hanging out
2: outside of school at that point. I think we also might have had a few. Actually, you know what it was? Actually, it's all coming back to me a little bit. Do you remember Miss Haynes' class? Yes. Yes. I I was originally, when I first got through Duel, I was not in the, like, advanced classes yet. I wasn't either. And then they put me in them later. Yeah. And I want to say, I want to say me and you had Miss Haynes together in fifth grade. Maybe we did. Maybe. I think we had, like, PE and shit together, too. I know we had some sort of class together because we were hanging out other than lunch, or we were talking in other places besides lunch. Besides lunch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think we had
3: some class together or whatever. Anyway, didn't do a whole lot of hanging out, probably outside of
2: school. I don't remember. I don't think so. Mm, way and too then, young, probably. I mean, if anything, it was a like a birthday party, like Madison's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. or like, know, something like yeah, that. Yeah.
3: And then, <clears throat> so then we get to sixth grade. And I don't know if you remember this, but sixth grade, you were kind of salty. You were a little salty to me at times because I was quote unquote dating um, this girl, Jill, Mm. which dating, first of all, loose term because like she and I, you know, didn't fucking talk to each other hardly. But anyway, so that was sixth grade. We had some classes in sixth grade shit, shit too. Mm. You were in saxophone and I had I was in percussion or whatever. Yeah. And we had that at the same time. So sometimes we had to be in the same classroom because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And then seventh
1: grade.
3: Uh, we don't really have anything in seventh grade. Didn't really have a whole lot of classes, I don't think. The only class that I could think that we might have had together.
0: Would have been.
3: None. I don't think we had any. I mean, you, obviously, we still saw each other and shit.
2: Oh yeah. Oh no, we probably, had band. We had band. We would have we had been band in seventh there,
3: grade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had band. Did we have Ms. Galt together? Not until eighth grade. That
2: was when we had Galt. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so hmm. seventh grade, Matt's still a salty little bitch to me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think you were then, because I, I think, think he were dating her, her at bad. that time. No, I don't, I'm not I'm not saying you were, like, mad. I'm just saying. Anyway. No, I so. That's fucking fine, dude. You can have her for all I care. Um, <laughs> so then eighth grade, we had some more classes together. And we had Miss Galt. And I would say Miss Galt was really, that class was really, like, the. That was a spark. That was a spark. Because. If you remember, it was you and I, and then the other cool, like somewhat cool guy was Paul. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I remember she had that desk next to her desk, and you were right there. And I just got up one day and was like, "Miss Galt, I'm I'm moving my seat. I'm sitting down right here." And she was like, "Okay." Mm. But then, like Paul tried to like move over there, and she's like, "No, sorry, you got to stay there." <laughs> I was about to say, and I remember didn't Paul being kind of salty about that there? shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, she, it was not assigned. I was just got up and w- walked over there. I was like, hey, I'm sitting here now. She's like, okay.
2: Because so I think she did. She let us pick our seats and then decided to like, assign us seats later in the year or something. I yeah, yeah, because remember. yeah, I think we, so because I, we were I think, sitting next to each other. I want yeah, to say. I think the three of us
3: were all at a table, mm-hmm. and then she was like, oh, we're doing assigned seats. She assigned you to the like. I think she like we split right. the three we- of us up.
2: We were right by her desk. I mean, like, it was her desk, and then our table was, like, branched off to the side, right? Yeah, and the desk that
3: I sat at was literally, like, connected to her desk, pretty mm-hmm. much. But I remember that class, because we fucked off in that class a little bit. She
2: liked us for some reason.
3: She did, yeah. I have but no I remember, idea why. You remember cheating on our test at the end of the year? Mm. Like, we had one test that we had to take at the very end of the year, eighth grade, and... You and I like only showed up to class, only showed up to school to take that test. I
2: don't know if I remember that. I do remember doing the, um, do you remember when we had to read Great Expectations? Yes, you did. And we uh, we had to do the speech. Yeah, and you did uh, the lone wolf speech. I did the hangover speech. I did the uh, one man wolf pack speech to the theme of Great Expectations. When I had that idea in the middle of class, because everyone else like wrote their own script had to come in straight from the dome and I literally just filled in the blanks because I remember asking and I was like, Hey, there's a speech that I'm going to like reorient to be great expectations theme. Is that okay? She goes, yeah, that's a literary illusion. That works. I was Dick. like,
0: love the literary <laughs> I like, illusions. Go. I
2: remember I walked into the door and I was like, how about that ride in? I guess <laughs> that's why they call it London. What a fucking dumbass I was, dude. I probably thought I was hilarious.
3: Well, no, so some of the things that I wrote down on the notes was we were, we were fucking douchebags. Oh, we were the worst. Um, Because one of the things I wrote down was Jersey Shore. Mm. Because we talked about Jersey Shore and talked about, I think at that time, you had said something along the lines of, you're like, dude, when we get out of high school, you were like, our senior trip, we're going to fucking Jersey Shore, baby. And I was like, yeah, dude, let's do it, bro. And it's just (laughs) stupid.
2: We were determined to, that was, (laughs) I love how that was our, just in our heads for a little bit, we were going, let's go to the Jersey shore for senior trip. That'll be so much fun. We cannot drink if we go there. The whole point of senior trip is to go outside of the country so you can drink legally. We were just like, yeah, let's stay in the States. Well, there's, (laughs) there's a reason. Hold
3: on. There's a reason though that I, that I, that I remembered this though, because I brought that up when we were in eighth grade. I was like, but we can't drink. And you were like, no, no, dude, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get fakes. And I was like, oh, wait, fakes? That's a thing? No way. So you taught me something then. But yeah, we were also dumbasses because we're like, yeah, let's go to fucking Jersey
2: Shore. Like, that's fucking lame as shit. That would have been the, we would have been the lamest people probably of all time. Douchebags for sure. The only thing that would have made it cool is if we could have stayed in the same house as the Jersey Shore cast. I don't know, man. I'm not even sure that would have been cool. I think it would have been cool. We might have contracted some diseases. Yeah. Some STDs, but that'd have been cool to smash in the smush room. Gross. Anyway, (laughs) answer the duck duck phone a couple times. Go up there on the balcony and yell Ron real loud.
3: You know, anyway. So ninth grade, ninth grade comes around. And we got baseball. I don't think we had classes together in ninth grade, but we played baseball.
2: We also had football in eighth grade. Don't forget football.
3: No, I didn't play eighth grade year. Remember? Yeah. Did you,
2: play, you played in ninth grade, right?
3: For half the season, then I quit. Because I was like, I'm tired of this shit. Sick. Anyway. Uh, so we played baseball. Um, and that's when we started dabbling into Tobacco. And music and we were drinking a little bit.
2: We can stop on tobacco for a second. So we might have already told this story on here, but we originally got in. I mean, I guess the whole baseball team as a whole is is into tobacco, but typically it's it's induced onto you by the upperclassmen. But we kind of took it into our own hands to to go try to try it out on our own. Yeah, we did. And so there was a singular gas station that would sell to the underage kids in our area, of course. When in and corn. so we decide. And so we decide, basically, not because Truman. You probably might have looked the oldest out of all of us, just based on pure height at the time. But I, no one's rocking <laughs> facial hair right now. I don't believe. Nothing of relevancy. Nothing to write home about.
3: Well, if we did, we had to shave it too, because remember, we'll yeah, we were freshmen then. Exactly. And baseball rules: shaved your fucked face.
2: And we had also been watching, we were really big into this video, what was it, Shit Baseball Players Say?
3: That new A2000 was money, but yeah.
2: yeah. And so we had really adopted the term of, what was it? Uh, was it, is that Red Man Chew? No way, that's my fave or something. No way, that yeah, was the speed's yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was something no, was about it. Red Man. Was that yeah. it? Okay, yeah. so we were determined to become Red Man Chewers just so we could just hit the bit over and over again. So we send Truman in to grab a bag of Red Man Chew and I will hand what happens next over to the man who did it himself.
3: Well, hold on now. Hold on now, because I think you're thinking of I'm so I don't remember this story. I think I got I I definitely got Red Man at one point. Oh, you
2: got Red Man, but it's because we sent you back in.
3: Well, no, no, no. no. You're thinking of a different time. I I do remember this story.
2: That was the very first time we ever bought tobacco. It's about the first time you tried it. No, that was the, that was all the same day. That was the first time we ever bought anything, tried anything.
3: Here's how here's how I remember it. You had here's how I remember it. You had Red Man before that. Did I? It was spring. Yeah, because. You <clears throat> you had some. And you were like, oh, yeah, dude, um, Brett gave me this or whatever. Uh, you want to try some with me or whatever? And I was like, yeah. And you're like, let's just grab like a couple of strands or whatever. And so we grabbed like a couple of strands of red man. It was golden blend. And we just mm. grabbed a couple of pieces out of there and we didn't know what to do with it. So we just put it in our mouth and we put it on, we lined it up like it was a pinch of snuff.
2: Yeah. Like a pinch of dip. Yeah.
3: But <clears throat> I do remember going to the gas station but on this, uh, the, I think the one, the story that you're kind of telling right now is was the story of y'all wanted to get, y'all wanted me to get Skull Mint. You're it wrong. was you and McGowan.
2: You're wrong. No, you're I wrong swear to I God. The because then I because got in not, there. McGowan was never there. It was me yeah, and it was. Mathis. It was me and Mathis, I promise you.
3: No, no, no. Mathis was not there. Because, and here's why. Because, be, and here's why. Because... McGowan was still was kind of with that shit for a little bit, if you remember, and he wanted to try Skull Mint, and you wanted to try Skull Mint. Like we were, we had decided as a group that we were like we were going to try this the out. Mint,
2: but I'm telling you, when we sent you into the gas station the very first time, we sent you in there to grab a bag of Red Man, and you came out with Skull Wintergreen, and then we sent you back in for a bag of Red Man. I want to send you in for Skull Mint, and then send you back in for Red Man.
3: No, no, no. no! That's how it happened, dude. I swear. No, because I I'm, got, I'm I got school wintergreen because I got nervous.
2: Yes. Because we, I'm telling and then you, I came
3: out and you we'll were call like, Mathis, right now, dude, it wasn't him, bro.
2: I'll call Mathis right now and get him on live air. Do it. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, you know, right now, it, is it was McGowan. going. It wasn't, I swear it was. It was Mathis because then we went to the Ace Hardware parking lot.
3: Yeah. And you're in and, and the Mustang, and then Stevie Peters came.
0: Hold on. I hope. I'm praying. I know I'm right. Actually, dude, I don't
2: think so, answer. man. He might be busy.
3: That's fine. So here's what we'll do. We'll 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 do our research here. We'll have to talk to the the separate parties and see who was there or not. But yeah, that did
2: happen. The, One of the either way, we're, we're, the thing is we're telling the same story. We are. Just, I think. I think my, because I wouldn't have sent you back in for a different tobacco. No, I, I think if,
3: you did. I think you did because you were like, you were like, fuck this. And you were like, fuck this. Let's go. Just, just go get Redman because I got nervous or whatever the first time. And I said, well, if I go back in there and I ask for another can, they're going to be like, uh, this guy just came in here, bought a fucking can of, of wintergreen. Why is he coming back in here to get fucking mint?
2: That tracks a little bit. I will give you that just a little bit. I'm telling the you, one, bro. That's the only thing that makes me second guess. The fact is, I think you're naming people that weren't there is what throws me off. I I think he, I think McGowan was there, dude. I really I'm did. I'm in on Mathis, maybe. Okay, look, the man's calling me back. Let's get him live right, on right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Big Jamie, what's up?
3: I put him close to the microphone. I just
2: need to borrow borrow like a few seconds of your time. Okay. Can you hear him, Truman? Yeah, I can hear him. All right, so me and Truman are recording right now, but we have just gotten into a story. Do you remember whenever Truman went in and bought the can of Skull Wintergreen instead of Redman Chew? I think so.
0: Because we sent him in to grab Redman, and he got nervous
2: and bought Skull Wintergreen. And then we went to Ace Hardware after that, and he put the dip yeah. in and got almost dumbfounded. Oh. For cherry. Okay, so it was cherry. Damn. So maybe it's two different stories. Maybe I'm wrong.
3: That's what I'm telling you, dude. I remember cherry. I remember the cherry was was specifically when he got dumbfounded at A.
2: Damn. Okay. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Damn, I was hoping. So, we're trying to decide. So, my version of the story is it was me, you, and Truman. And we had decided to send Truman in to grab a bag of Red Man Chew to try, like just the Red Man original. Cause I think we had maybe only tried Golden Blend at the time. Golden, yeah. And he went in there and he got like the exact opposite of Chew. And we were like, How the fuck do you mess this up? We asked you for Chew and you got dip. We were like, <laughs> What on God's green earth? And he was saying that. I asked him for, or actually, he was saying that it wasn't you. It was me and McGowan, and we were both asking him to grab a can of mint skull, and he ended up grabbing Wintergreen out of pure nervousness. But that could be, I don't know. Either could be true. I got Mathis' three story. I know. So now Mathis has, <laughs> has brought in story <laughs> number three. <laughs> well, no, I remember the I remember the cherry story. Now that's like coming back to me. The more I'm like. Talking about it, but I cannot for the life of me remember if it was you or Magoan. I mean, not that it matters, but I just want to know if I'm right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's that's fine. That's
0: fine. In a court of law, this story wouldn't hold up, but (laughs) (laughs) that's fine. All right, dog, we'll shoot under for me. All right, sounds good. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye.
3: So I'm telling you, dude, because and then the where the cherry story comes into, which is so when like would you my, get
2: cherry then is how I want to know, because I feel like okay, cherry yeah, is yeah, like that. So OK, hold on. Let's let's pause for a second here. When you had dipped the skull, was that your very first time doing dip? No. Which one? Are you sure. Skull cherry or skull wintergreen? The Skull wintergreen that you had accidentally bought. Cause in my, here's my memory that of the was, story, okay? We had bought it maybe on a Friday cause it would have been game day, correct? Yep, correct. That Saturday, me and you met at the batting cages to hit. Yep, yep. And then when we got there, you were like, dude, I did a shower dip today.
3: Yes, yes. Was that so the here's, first time? That was the first time, so. So,
2: so, that, so that can, we're talking about the same bot can, correct?
3: Yeah, the skull, the okay. skull wintergreen. <laughs> now, what we're where we're where we're getting crossed up right now is the reasons behind how I had the wintergreen. So mm-hmm. I had the wintergreen because the three of us—it was you, me, and McGowan—and the three of us we had dabbled in the red man, right? And we what thought McGowan. I don't think he'd probably fucking answer. <laughs> her. To I haven't talked that, that to talk guy to in a long time. I haven't
2: talked to that dude in like seven years.
3: But so the three of us had decided let's go buy a can because we'd done the red man stuff and now when we were curious, we wanted to see what the dip was like, what snuff was. Right. Mm-hmm. So y'all sent me in there to go grab skull mint. We'd all decided skull mint was a good, was, it was going to be a good flavor and we're going to knock us on our ass or whatever, which we were fucking wrong, but we thought it, went, it wasn't going to be that bad. So I go into the gas station and I got nervous because obviously it was like one of my first times buying tobacco. And I was fucking, I don't know, 15 at the time, 14, 15 or whatever. And so I got Skull Wintergreen on accident. Well, anyway, that was a bust, right? Y'all didn't like that. Y'all didn't want the Wintergreen or whatever. And so then y'all sent me back in to grab red man because of the reasons that I told you before, because I was like, I'd already bought a can of wintergreen or whatever I can't I can't go back in here and go buy another can of mint or whatever so anyway that night that day you know that we got through all the games or whatever we played and all that shit well that night I was talking to was it she stole maybe it might it may have been she stole or gould but anyway it doesn't matter so she's one of them was like, hey, I'll do, I'll trade you or whatever. I'll go grab a can of whatever you want for this can of of wintergreen. And I said, no, 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 it's fine. I'll I'll do this can of wintergreen or whatever. And then after I told him, you know, it's fine. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll I'll be fine with this. You know, can of wintergreen. I went home that night and put in like a small, tiny little dip in the shower. Because you know I was underage, nobody knew I was doing or whatever. So I had like showers, one of the only places I could go do it, right, without anybody like interrupting me and shit or That's catching safe. me. Yeah, I was safe in there. So I did like the tiniest little bit, got a little lightheaded, got nervous or whatever. So I spit it out like immediately. And then I I talked to Gould or Shestel, whichever one it was, and I was like, hey. I need to grab, like, let's let's do the trade or whatever. I'll trade you the the winter green for like a skull cherry or some shit. And so then they grabbed me the skull cherry. And then um I remember there was one day I was like, I'm gonna do this, and I like asked y'all if y'all want to do it, and y'all were like, no. And I put one in or whatever when we were at Ace. After Taco Bell, we went over to Ace. I put one in. Got dumbfounded, as y'all say, or whatever. And the rest is history.
2: The rest is written in the stars. <laughs> exactly. Sorry we diverted real hard over to, <laughs> to that story. I don't know if that has a lot to do with the beginnings of us, but it really kind well, of it, does, I guess. It really
3: does, <laughs> yeah. Because so we, cause we used to fuck around with, with it a little bit, but we used to meet up at the batting cages every weekend, like every Saturday. Oh, yeah. When we were in ninth grade and we'd just go hit for like a couple hours and tried tobacco and shit like that.
2: I remember me and you were really determined at one point to be D1.
3: We were. And then we had surgeries.
2: And that is actually perfect segue into how we are here, honestly.
3: Yeah. So then when we had surgeries, you tore your labrum. I had a yes. fucked up chest. And we had surgeries at the same time. And so then obviously we couldn't play or whatever. So we like our coach would make us do these fucking walks and like runs and stuff when we were together because it was just two of us or whatever. And as we were like, quote unquote, rehabbing or whatever, we'd have to go walk and run. And we'd sit there and fucking talk for hours about anything and everything.
2: You know what I'm trying to figure out, actually? What? What year did you have your chest surgery? It was 14. So would that have been our sophomore year? Yep. Okay, okay. For a time. second and for a second I thought that um the reason that I wasn't working out at the time was because I'd had mono. And it was because of my spleen. I think you also had that too. Probably that same dude. Year. I was honestly I was probably just dying as a whole that year. But no, yeah. So we ended up, yeah, we would just go on those runs and just. Yep. I don't even. I don't even remember. I think you know what? Actually, I do remember. Um, we got like real deep on. I think we got real deep on religion for a second.
3: We did. We got really heavy on religion for a while. Actually,
2: I remember kind of like talking about like our views of like, ha- like what um. Almost like not like right or wrong or just kind of. Like, what well, we like, said, you're, but like, we kind of given choices. This-
3: yeah. Yeah. One, one of the things that we, we kind of talked about was like, that I remember anyway, is that we kind of thought like your reality is your perception, right? Like we understood that concept back then. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of thought that technically we were kind of questioning is religion real? Like, are these gods and all that stuff real? And like, one of, the, I don't know what we, what came out of this, why this benefited us in any way, but we kind of thought your reality is per- your perception. So if you believed God, if you believe in like the Roman gods, the Greek gods, you know whatever, then they were real. Yeah. Which I don't know how that helps us in any fucking way at all, but you know it is what it is.
2: It is what it is. We were also just probably just thought we were on that next level. Who knows? Maybe we're onto something. Yeah, if I was gonna say we were also. So yeah, it was definitely whenever I was hurt for sure when we would go disc golf all the time because I remember, um, yep. I remember having to throw left-handed. Yep. And so that's another way that we became more or less tightly acquainted. Also, just from we would spend afternoons after off season at Taco Bell just talking. Yep. And even if everyone left, it would still just probably be like us two sitting there talking just about chatting w- away Batman as what. Well. Yeah. And so of course, we bloom into a wonderful friendship, of course. And then probably just from like what junior to senior year, we just probably hung out every day almost yeah pretty much every day after school yeah give or, give or take even even on days like when you'd hang out with your lady
3: yeah I'd yeah. probably
2: still we'd probably still fuck around at That's, Taco Bell or I something still,
3: yeah I may I still made
2: time for you don't worry and we would also go to <laughs> probably more or less where this more or less birth from just we'd go to the gym and we'd talk at the gym but when we'd leave the gym we'd hit the parking lot and just talk for at least another hour maybe yeah. maybe more who Very knows easy. how long yep yeah. Just about anything and everything, just as we do right now, so. Yeah. And then, fast forward to, what would you say, probably like a couple months ago? Um, When Dawson graduated? Yeah. Yeah. Which would have been May? Yep. We were having a little brunch at a place here in Fayetteville, and uh, what did I say? I was like, you said, we were sitting there eating. At Wake and Bake, and you said,
3: dude, we're kind of funny. And I was like, I, th- I mean, yeah, we, we can be funny at times or whatever. And you were like, we should have done something. And I was like, okay. And from there, I kind of sat back and look, thought about it, thought about it for, I think, a day or two.
2: Yeah, we just kind of left was it like that. We just kind of said it. And we're like, yeah, we could have done something. Really, honestly.
3: <laughs> well, I think I said something along the lines of, you know, it's not too late. Like we're only twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's right. But, yeah, you said that.
3: But we left it after that, and then I thought about it for I think a day or two, and I was like, dude, let's do a podcast. Yeah,
0: you and texted me first, you were like,
2: sorry, go go ahead. Oh, uh, you texted me, and you were like, I think uh, you actually I can probably find it. Hell, I think you said like, you know, how you were talking about the other day. That we should have done something you're like i think i got it and i was like all right let me hear it and i was like i bet he's about to say podcast and you're like let's start a podcast <laughs> and i was like well and yeah. i sat
3: there i sat there for a while and i was like dude like i don't know how he's gonna feel about this like is he you know is he gonna be about this shit, or is he not so i was like sitting there kind of thinking back and forth and i was like you know what Fuck it like this this is the boy this is the homie like Let's just let's just throw it out there. See what we can yeah, like, in
2: Worst case, I'll just be like, fuck, no, dude. What the hell are you talking about? I do not yeah. have time to talk to you every week for an hour and a half.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: But no, here we are. Yeah. So now we're oh. on episode seven going strong. I'd say, in my opinion, I'm still having fun, at least. <laughs> I'd like to point
3: out that when we were in high school, Bully used to uh, take a shit and he'd take pictures of his shit and send it to me. Or there was one time when we were at his house and he took a shit. He took my phone and I somehow I didn't even realize my phone was gone. He took a picture of his shit and set it as my fucking home and lock screen. So
2: (laughs) No, I didn't. I sent it to you and you knew what it was. And I was like, all right, well, hand it to me. I'll delete it for you. That's right.
1: right.
2: (laughs) This was honestly genius because I don't I don't think I knew your passcode. So I was just hoping that you had to check your message and just you would just see it or a Snapchat or whatever. So I see the text and then you knew exactly what it was. You're like, you motherfucker, I'm not looking at this. So I was like, all right, we'll just hand it to me. I'll delete it. And I deleted it, but I did set it as your, I think I set it as your, um, not your home screen, but your, what's the one where your apps are over it?
3: No, no that's the home screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the you home screen. Set it. Yeah, I, set it as, yeah, I didn't set it right. as your
2: lock, not your yeah, lock. Right. I set it as yeah. your home.
3: <laughs> because the next time I got my phone, I'm like, oh, you know, da, da, da. unlock my phone. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is gross.
2: That's so disgusting. I'm so sorry. I don't oh, know who taught you, me man. to do that. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> taught me to do that. I was just like, "Yeah, this is funny as fuck."
3: I think you did it on Snapchat to me one time, and I—I I think my reaction was just so like <laughs> so I disgusted. don't know, so disgusted that you were just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep fucking with them. I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing
2: this shit." I would also just scream like at the top of my lungs in the middle of your truck sometimes.
3: Oh, that was fucking funny. I tell people about that shit and they're like, y'all are fucking psychotic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just like a, um, it wasn't like it was a, a man yell.
3: No, it was a shriek.
2: Yeah, it was like a blood curdling, like <laughs> shriek from hell. I don't and even know how I did it. It was like a, like, I would love to go see if I could still do it.
3: To preface this or whatever, we not really preface, but. To understand the situation, because people are probably like, oh, they screamed in the truck, like, okay, sick. <laughs> it would be at times where, like, I would be driving or something, and it would be silent. Like, the conversation would come to an end. We weren't having a conversation. Just listen to music or whatever. And, you know, whoever is, was driving is focused on the road and all that shit. And then somebody <laughs> would just shriek sh- 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 at the top of their lungs. And I swear to the first time it happened... I think I almost had a heart attack because it scared the absolute living fuck out of me. But then over time, like it happened, you'd kind of jump. And you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, got it.
2: I remember the first time I did it, I was just like, you know what would be so funny right now? Is if I just screamed so loud. <laughs> just as loud as I could. And I just remember taking a deep inhale and just <laughs> and letting it, I, mean, it almost, I mean it almost scared me because I mean you don't really expect that because you don't we we typically did not have the AC on in your truck. We had the windows down, yeah. Yeah, so if we stopped, I mean it was dead silent in that car. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. what a what an illiterate thing to do. I would if we, someone did that to remember, me today, I'd be so pissed off.
3: Do you remember your uh your slide obsession that you had with hitting uh street signs with BBs? Dude, yes. We we, why we would you literally so BBs? I don't remember why. I just had a thing of BBs and like we'd drive back and forth on this road and you Try to throw these BBs at these
2: signs. <laughs> we would just do fucking anything to try to have a good time. We probably remember, burned. Uh, how much gas do you think we burned just oh hanging God, out, dude. not even know, doing bro. anything?
3: How many times did we listen to uh, "Flying Down a Back Road" with Justin Moore?
2: Probably a lot. Probably what too many times. Were we ever? Did we ever do bike trail sigs a lot? We did bike trail sigs. Bike trails. I remember doing like a vague m- moment of bike trail cigs. Yeah. Yeah. We were mainly we actually we stayed pretty civil. Once we found once we found regional, we stayed pretty we kept it together.
3: Yeah, when we so when we played tennis And then tennis, yeah. We were kinda that was a I don't wanna I wanna say that was a rough time for us. I don't know. I guess we were just both going through things maybe. I don't know what was going on there.
2: We were also like sixteen or seventeen. We were probably just full of fucking testosterone, just that's probably yeah. Had nowhere else to put it and just losing was the worst thing we needed.
3: So we broke probably a hundred rackets. That's an exaggeration. We broke a lot of fucking tennis rackets, though. We're getting pissed off
2: at tennis. Should we go into how we started tennis?
3: Yeah, we should.
2: (laughs) Birthplace, slim chickens. (laughs) (laughs) The year unknown. I'm not even sure the year. Maybe US US Open or Wimbledon's on? I think it was US Open, yeah. I, one of us I think it was you maybe I'm honestly not even sure someone goes we can play tennis right <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just like like a casual like we should get into tennis like let's let's try tennis and you I think had, it was?
3: I think it was more of a like a this can't be that hard yeah, the, yeah or whatever I think yeah. that's
2: what it was I think it was a this is this has got to be pretty easy and it's got to be pretty fun And you had two rackets at your house and like some old ass tennis balls. We went straight bare bones for the first time we played because we had no money. Yeah. And then we finally, we got to the point with the old rackets that we were, that we really needed to get a racket that was probably fresh. The strings weren't dry rotted and the balls were at least fresh so we could get some good bounce. Yeah. And I think I remember our first game of real rackets. We finally realized how decent we actually were. Yeah. We were like, okay. We've just been playing with kind of shoddy equipment for a little bit. And then it was what every day? We played tennis a lot. We played so so many games of tennis.
3: We'd go to Taco Bell and then we would go work out. But in the I remember there were several times where we'd just say, Fuck it, we're not gonna go work out. Or we'd take some pre-workout, Mr. Hyde. And uh that's a funny story too. (laughs) But anyway, we take Mr. Hyde or some shit. And then, and then uh, we'd get in the gym for like maybe five, ten minutes. We'd be like, fuck it, dude. We're going, to, we're going to tennis. Let's go play tennis.
2: Oh, hundreds of times. And then our heart rate would just get too high. Yeah. We'd have to meet at the net and be like, is your heart kind of thumping a little quick? And we're like, yeah, we should probably chill out for a second before we, <laughs> before we die from doing pre-workout. And then coming out here and doing full 30-minute to the max cardio playing tennis. But we got good. We got good at just... Playing each other also got good at running doubles against people. Yeah, and I bet even if we tagged up today, I bet we would still be fine. Oh yeah, I bet we still got it. We probably don't move like we used to, but no. I went out and played leech a while ago. Maybe about a, it's probably honestly it's probably been like a year. Feels like it was yesterday, but I wasn't. I wasn't that bad. It took me a while to kind of get to the point where I wasn't launching the ball. You know a little too far. I, I hit a yeah. lot of out of bounds at first. You know, not like far out of bounds, but just like they would drop just over the line. Yeah, and then it, and then I you know would hit the net because then I would try to like under like or I guess it would be over or under compensate and yeah it would, they would hit the net. But we got a few good rallies going. It took us a while to kind of get back to you know doing it. But once you get used to it, it's kind of like riding a bike. I guess I would love to get back into it. Every year I try to get T Green and Kirby to get into it, but it never works. They're not into it. I'm like Tigran, and you got to get into tennis and get Kirby to come too. And he's like, "Okay, maybe next time he comes on the pod, we'll uh, up. we'll harass him into it." Yeah, yeah. But that's us. That's um, that's how we're here. At Sorry, I spaced out. Episode seven, <laughs> and how we are uh, just the way we are, honestly.
3: And we timed that almost perfectly because we're about two hours. I, I was know. about to
2: say, are we getting close to the end here? I don't, I can't tell sure. if I'm gassed out or like, I feel like we talked about like, I think like this was kind of like episode, um, five. It was just a lot of like serious convos.
3: It was pretty serious. Maybe okay. we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't call ourselves so funny. <laughs> we're not fucking funny.
2: I know. I don't know what to call us. Maybe we should just be, is there like a general conversation or just, I don't even know. I mean, I, I mean we're funny, but I mean, some of our episodes, we're not just completely dialed into comedy. Yeah, I would I say honestly, more or less, we're a little more general talk because we do get we'll find ourselves getting deep into a conversation without even being funny at all. We'll just start talking back and forth, sharing opinions. That is true. But at the at the end of the day, I think our it's all lighthearted. It's none of its two. We'll still crack it. The
3: joke. euthanization piece was uh, that was pretty brutal.
2: Yeah, we did get a little NPR hour there. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. People will but like it. They're gonna love it.
3: Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe next week we can get Doll City up in here.
2: Yeah, let's get. Uh, another, let's plan on that. Let's another get another guest then. in here. I hope by now, or I guess whenever this one probably comes out, hopefully people have heard the one with T Green and liked it. So we'll get Doll City up in here and see how another guest. goes. I loved the guest. Actually, thought it was. Yeah, I guess It was fun. Was fun. But. Oh, I did want to ask you, how's your garden going?
3: Dude, the garden was going pretty well, um, and what? then like all this, yeah, all this heat or whatever that we had, yeah. Because oh, you know we had we were in a drought. I don't know about y'all up Fayetteville, but we were in a drought for like two months.
2: Oh yeah, dude, it didn't like, rain it here didn't for have like three any months. Rain.
3: Yeah, and so I'd have to go out there every day and you know water the sun bitch and shit. But when all that heat was going on, dude, it just kind of fucked with a lot of. It didn't fuck with the flowers or the watermelons. Those did fine. The corn was Audi five thousand. Oh, you were trying to grow some corn? Yeah, bro. Yeah, i was super excited about too because Man, it dope. sprouted up. Like I had, I have stalks and stuff like that. It just never produced anything, and now it's just looking kind of shitty. Because you know all that, all that heat and all that, you know all that stuff. I was when I saw that it stopped growing or whatever, I was just kind of like, I still watered a little bit, but I don't even know why I do it. I just should just water the watermelons and the and the flowers, but got a watermelon. Got a couple of watermelons actually, but one of them busted. The best one busted because Man. it was so hot or whatever.
2: How big did it get? It was. I mean, I can't see your ratio. You to give me. You're gonna have Damn to give it, me like um, a legitimate size, like compared to um, a ball or something.
3: Probably close to a volleyball. Damn. Yeah
2: that's pretty impressive yeah because i I, whenever he said
3: just a little shy of the volleyball but yeah
2: whenever he said that you were growing like stuff i was like um i was like yeah i tried that and it failed he was like he's actually got some stuff out there i was like oh no way i remember me and carly tried like do we went out bossed out on a shit ton of just you know got tomatoes mint basil rosemary onions Everything you could possibly make to have, like, a vegetable in a spice garden, I guess. Yeah. Dude, the only thing that grew well was the mint and the basil just, like, took over their area. The tomato vines grew well, uh-huh. but, like, the tomatoes just didn't grow well. Like, we would get some tomatoes, and then, like, they would just never get to red. They would just get, like, green, and then they would just, like, die. Or something would go off and grab them. And then we grew some strawberries and I got to eat one strawberry off of it. And it was good. But dude, other than that, the squirrels would get them. And then Stella just dug that shit up. And the onions never came of anything, dude. Like they would sprout like really tall, like out of the ground. But nothing Banana was going ground. on underneath. I was like, okay, y'all are just growing out green so, shit, I guess.
3: So this year, so here's here's one of the things that I that I did for my garden or whatever that I, like might help you out a little bit. This winter, I, obviously, I didn't have the house in the winter. But what I did was when I first cut my grass, I bagged it. OK, but I only ca- I only well, I say I bagged it. I bagged two or three bags and that was it. Then, you know, I just mowed it regularly without the bags. Mm-hmm. And I took the grass clippings. And I put I had a l- layer of soil, I put grass clippings in there and then I put another layer of soil and then planted and then I watered it or whatever. And the reason that I put the grass clippings in there is because it would help it kind of maintain moisture. So people put like straw or like hay Mm. in there to like help maintain moisture and stuff like that. So I just did it with grass clippings instead. Really? So that'll kind of help you out a little bit. And you know, as it decomposes and stuff like that, it'll, it'll help out, you know, the soil a little bit too. But I think next year when I go at it again, I'm gonna have to put, I think I'm gonna put like actual feed and stuff in there. Like, plant food. So, maybe yeah, help out also, a little bit. Yeah, also,
2: I was not the best farmer. I wasn't tending to my crops every day. Uh, you gotta tend to those crops, bro. Uh, you gotta talk to them. I mean, they're like fucking people, dude. Yeah, I talked to them. I, 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 had,
3: I had strawberries for a little bit, too. I didn't have any strawberries, but I had a strawberry plant. That shit died immediately because my fucking dog dug that shit up.
2: But... Yeah, I would like to get into that type of shit. I think that'd be really fun if we could just be podcasters and plant people. Two peas, <laughs> plants, and podcast. Uh, we'll become a plant podcast.
1: Yeah. Maybe, nah, sorry, I, don't know about I sorry that.
2: planted. Sorry, I planted too many plants. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we plant talk too long. Fuck. There was uh, something else I wanted to say right before we. Oh, do you want to hit a, uh, Do you want to close out with what we're watching and listening to?
3: Oh yeah, uh, if let's there's do there's something out
2: there. Yeah, we, let's uh, do that. Tag bet on is like our little exit bit here. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, actually have something.
3: So go, yeah, go ahead. You go first.
2: And it was actually because I forgot to bring it up on the last episode when T Green was here. But I watched. Um, I know I brought up. I saw Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, which was really good. I would uh-huh. definitely recommend go seeing that. Just as like a little fun, quick movie to go see. But it's only showing. It's only showing at our Malco, but there's only the one theater in Conway, right? Yeah. But anyway, it was good. And then we saw... Have you seen any other of the Jordan Peele movies? You know, like Get Out and Us, No, Candyman. I've seen any of that. No? None of that? Anyway, well, he has a new one out called Nope, and we saw that last weekend as well. It was okay. It wasn't too bad. As far as how it compares to Get Out and Us, not even close, in my opinion. But that's just me. And then last night, we went and saw this movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And it was just a... It was actually I would say it's kind of like a like a horror comedy, more or less. But Pete Davidson was in it. It was it was honestly better than I expected it to be, I guess, in a way. Yeah, it was also not too long. And I'm all for a movie that's not too long. Yeah. just because some movies you ever go see a movie and you're like, that could have been 30 minutes shorter and I would have liked it.
3: Yeah. Well, because there's some movies out there. You're just like, how how much longer can this thing go? Yeah, before we reach like the conclusion here.
2: Yeah, you're like, OK, you lost me in these scenes here. You're just filling time yeah. right now. Can you get me yeah. get me to the I want to see the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm ready. You've cooked me up long enough. I'm ready to see the end now. Like, honestly, no movie should be over two hours unless it is just like a s- cinematic masterpiece. Huge scale storyline needs to be that long. You know what I mean? Like Harry Potter type. of movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like a saga kind of deal.
2: Yeah, but if you're just trying to run me a, you know, run of the mill story, cap that joint at two hours at the max. I don't have time to sit that long. I agree. But I also just like, and honestly, I kind of just threw this on while I was reading, but there was this movie that I tried to watch. Like, I just became a douche for a second real quick. I tried to get like really into like watching just old movies and shit. Yeah. And so there was this like old French movie that I'd seen recommended. So I was like, I'm going to try to watch this and just see, see if I can get into it. Cause I don't, I can watch a, like a subtitled movie. Like that's not a big deal to me, I guess. Just as, I mean, I watch English shows with subtitles cause I feel like I can't hear and process shit well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to have it up there so I can know what they're saying. But so I started and it's like completely all like they're singing. Like, it's not like it's a uh. musical. Like they just sing how they talk. Like, it's just like what they're saying. They're singing it. Uh. And it was throwing me for a loop. But like the whole like way like the movie was like is it was just really like aesthetically pleasing. But just the whole plot was boring and I couldn't follow it because they were singing and it was throwing me off. So I just threw it on. Like I had this like running joke with Carly. that I'm going to finish it. And so I threw it on while I was reading the other day just as background noise and it ended well then it goes into this other movie because it was like a recommended one that was french but this one was actually like just them talking it wasn't them singing and it was called um dude i think it was called god created woman or then god created woman let me see what it was Yes, that. Yeah. And God created woman. And that's what it was. And it was actually like not too bad, but I don't know if I can do old movies or not. How do you feel about old movies? I'm good on that. I don't really want to dabble on hey, old is from, movies. Like, um, it was from the 60s. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. Yeah.
3: I'm not. Cool. I mean, I'm not a big movie guy anyway. Like, <clears throat> yeah, some people aren't.
2: I, I, I like them generally.
3: I mean, it's not that I don't like movies like when I find a good movie, like um, I'm excited. I'm not Mm. necessarily excited, but when I find a good movie, you know, I like to watch it. But then I just but I just watch the same movies over and over again, really. Yeah. But I don't really I don't really go to theaters
2: either. Yeah. So I don't know. Now that I'm going back to the theater a lot because the stuff I'm like pretty hype on, like when movies come out, just because it's. No cost to me, basically, but there's no way in hell I'd pay to see half these movies that I go and see. Yeah, no, because they're I'll just not—they're not worth it.
3: I just wait until they get on Hulu or Netflix or whatever, and, and exactly.
2: Can watch I can't so. even think about the last like movie that was released recently that I saw that was just kind of blew me away. Like Marcel the Shell was really good, but I wouldn't say it was you know just that crazy, but.
3: Have you been watching anything? Um. Oh, I I did watch the Buzz Lightyear movie.
2: Oh, did you finally watch it? I did. What did you think about um, that ending?
3: Uh. Well. So. I guess <laughs> I should prefer, I should say I watched three quarters of it. I fell asleep. But.
2: Um, so like, you probably missed the one part I was talking about.
3: Yeah, I think I did. But yeah, there is a lot of time travel and shit that's associated with yeah. that. I'm like, yo, like,
2: You're like what year is it, bro? Yeah. But and you're like, who's still alive? Who's not alive? Who's not?
3: Yeah, exactly. Can they go exactly.
2: backwards? Can they only go forwards?
3: And you know, when he met Hawthorne's granddaughter, I thought it was her. I thought he had somehow traveled back in time. And I'm like, what?
2: you reverse. Yeah. yeah.
3: But I don't know. It was it was crazy.
2: No, it kind of uh, fucked me up, dude. It really it really gave me a headache. But I'm not watching anything. Oh, I think I've talked about this on the last episode of Two Room, but I'm I restarted season one of Love Island UK yeah you said something about that that's disgusting but okay. it's, it's the best everyone please go watch it anyway
3: what are you uh any new music anything yeah
2: actually a tea green recommended music is what I'm listening to a lot of right now nice how's that it's this it's actually pretty good it's um I'm gonna make this comparison, but it's not like um, I wouldn't say it's like one to one, but like you know Haley Williams from paramore, yeah. Sorry, my voice cracked a little bit there. Um, <laughs> girl, this girl kind of sounds like her, but also a little bit like Olivia Rodrigo. You know who that is? Uh, yeah. But she's from the UK, I think. London, maybe. But the name is. And forgive me on this pronunciation. It is. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like a joke just saying this. It is Beba Okay. Okay. Spelled B A B A Doobie. And do you remember? Um, do you remember being on TikTok at one point, and there was a song about like making a cup of coffee for your head?
3: Yeah, death, death, deathbed or something like that.
2: Yes. So she is the original singer of that song, which is just called Coffee. Okay. Uh TikTok was a remix of that song. Yeah. But so T Green put on a story this song called I Wish I Was Stephen Malkmus by her. Okay, so that's be, it, how...
3: Okay, that's how it happened. I was like, I know the name somehow. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. got it.
2: So then I listened to that song, and that song absolutely fucking slaps to the ninth degree. I cannot stop listening to it. And then I just kind of dabbled in a little bit more of her stuff. And, like, other stuff is, like, pretty good as well. Some of it's a little, like, slow, like, not too upbeat, but... If it gets pretty upbeat, it's pretty nice. And then also I'm listening to on just pretty much repeat. Have you heard of Steve Lacey? No. Well, he's got a new he's got a new album out, but I found him a while ago. Uh does Spotify do this? Like on Apple, if I click on a single, I can set it to a mode where when that single ends, it'll just start shuffling songs that are similar to it. Oh yeah,
3: like a radio. Yeah. Spotify does yeah. that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I remember, I don't even know what song I was listening to, but it just like, when I'm at the gym, I'll start a song and just, you know, if it keeps going, I'll just be in the middle of reps, I'll just let it play. Yeah. And one of his songs got recommended to me, or played, I think it was, I think it was called See You Girl, and I was like, okay, this is like not too bad of a song. So then I kind of like looked into him a little more and found some other ones, but just put a new album out. There's a song on there called um, Bad Habit, I think. Yeah, Bad Habit. And that has been... Bumping through my speakers, just about it's basically switching off between that song and I wish I was Stephen Malcolmus over and over again for me. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Do you ever do that? Do you ever just get into a mode where, like, you find you like
3: beat the shit out of a song? Oh, over yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's because there's nothing out. I feel like that maybe it's just because I work all the time and I'm not so dedicated to finding new artists and, you know, really seeking out music. But now it's, it almost feels like it's impossible for me to find music anymore i used to find music daily weekly i mean it was always changing if i was listening to this that you know what i mean yeah but now it's just and then even if something comes out that i think i might even somewhat like and enjoy i'll listen to it and it just either i'll like it for 1.2 seconds and then i'll just drive it in the ground because it's the only thing to listen to or probably just because of like the way things are now you just like you're over it in two seconds like all right give me something else now yeah. I've, heard every, I've heard all the songs. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I feel know. that. I, uh, I would hate to be a musician. I know that because just the way that I feel about music, like, I mean, I go back and listen to shit all the time, of course, but it's only the shit that I deem as, you know, like good.
3: Yeah, I've not really, I've not really added a whole lot to my playlist or my like songs here lately. I've just been kind of less. List- I'm not really... I be, same kind of deal with you is like, I hate trying to discover new music and try to go out there sometimes and like try to find new stuff because it just sucks sometimes. Like some of the shit you hear and you're just like, I hate this.
2: No, no I feel like I'm just getting old, like an old yeah. man. Like I shouldn't you be hitting on new music, but it all sucks. Yeah, we are. We're, we're getting old. We're grandpas.
0: What the uh, hell is going on? Hold on, dude. There's like. I don't know if it's my dog making this. Are you good my man? Dude, does your dog get hot spots? What the fuck are hot spots?
2: They're like um it's like if they're outside, their skin will just get like little red patches on it and uh, just causes them to uh. itch like a motherfucker.
3: No, so actually, I'm giving my dog steroids right now because really? had kennel cough, and then oh, like he's got a bunch of allergy bullshit going on with his skin. So he's on steroids and an antibiotic and shit like that right now. So that's fine. All
2: right. But, fuck. We'll pray yeah. for old brew time. Yeah, appreciate it. But uh, well, what do you got on time for the rest of the day? Not shit, man. Not, not shit, shit. Just open, open book. Yep. What about you? Yep. I'm about to go to the gym probably. I was gonna go to the farmer's market, but I think they close in 15 minutes. Probably uh, nothing good left. I usually just go to get Carly some flowers. That's nice. Plus, it gets yeah, me out of the house.
3: I'll probably go grab something to eat here soon and
2: Yeah, I'll probably make another serving. Make another serving of my HelloFresh from last night and then head to Fitness One, get a little arm pump in. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Alright. It was a good one. Peace out. Peace and blessings. We'll see everyone in the next one. We'll see you probably uh, talk to you midweek or something. All right. Sounds good, dude. Craig, we love you.
0: And we'll see you in the next one.